Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. I look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, Heidi ho there, neighborino. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. What's up, boys? And Kyle, the coach, Duggan. It's still the greatest throw I've ever seen. It's... It- <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many Rocket. other people have watched it, but I'm going to guess it's probably been watched by worldwide like 10 million times. Like just yeah. that oh, throw easy. alone. He was tr- he was trending on Twitter in like Europe, in like England. He was like, top <laughs> five watch trending football. for that throw. <laughs> Justin yeah. Herbert, qu'est-ce que c'est? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've watched that boom. thing hundred times yeah and yeah. now they're like showing all that different angles and all like the commentators and like the spanish version of the commentary would have happened yeah. it's just and now they're talking about like how many how many quarterbacks could make that throw in the league because like there's only a handful and they they came up with like three other guys that maybe could make that throw maybe not with the it's maybe. pretty impressive not yeah. and not yeah. as easy as he made it look no it he made just it, look it out there so easy and yeah. guyton didn't have to like outstretch it just fell in his hands just fell in his hands. All he had to do was catch it, and he yeah. did it, and it was amazing. So, uh, yeah, great dude, success. It was a great success. Such great success. I need shot. I need tequila <laughs> in my mouth. One, two, three. Here goes tequila. <laughs> victory. <laughs> Always tastes better. Yeah, and a victory Monday. Always tastes better. Delicious. A victory Monday. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, starting it off. FedEx player of the week 14. Was there any question that Justin Herbert would be in the mix? <laughs> I think option. not. <laughs> Especially after week, getting though. three touchdowns. This is a good week, though. The head, it's Brady, Herbert, and Rogers. Yeah. Mm. 
That's a that's a the young violence on the scene. Yeah, yeah. There's some serious quarterback play going on. Right. And Aaron had a good game. So yeah. let's do it again, guys. Yeah. This is I feel like a broken record, but let's do it again. Let's do I it saw, again. I saw something on Twitter today. It was like Charger fans every time Justin's nominated, and they had like five phones, and they were like switching off back and <laughs> yeah. forth. They've got a keyboard in each hand. They're fucking cracking (laughs) into the matrix. Into the matrix, yeah. Plug me in. (laughs) I know kung fu. Um, Yes, so everybody get your phones out, hit your refresh button, and keep on voting for Justin Herbert. FedEx Air Player of the Week 14. Let's make it happen. Let's let him know that we love him and we support him. Uh, Let's see. Going over to the pass, uh, next-gen stats. Justin Herbert and Jalen Guyton with the 59-yard touchdown. Herbert's pass traveled 63.8 yards in the air. Thank God we've got like a a finalized number because I keep seeing people Eight going tenths. like 50 yards, 67 yards, 62 yards. And it's like 85 yards. Yeah, a it's million like the yards. Myth each year is going to get <laughs> yeah. bigger and bigger. Somebody yeah. said that on Twitter. I was like, when I'm 90, that'll be a 90-yard pass. <laughs> right. Yeah. So... Uh, Herbert's pass traveled 63.8 yards in the air, the second longest completion in the NFL this season. This was Herbert's 10th career completion that traveled over 55 yards in the air. Love second it. season. Love to see it. Love to see it. But he just throws it so easily. Like it just, it just he does. I watched that watch that throw maybe 50 times between yesterday and today. And it's just so effortless. It's just so easy. It's just, and it was almost blocked. Did you, did you see that picture? Like oh, yeah. It was literally like, oh, he was very close. It, crazy. It, that, that's what was so frightening about it. I mean, those that were watching it too in the live, I, I don't know if you saw this, Kyle, but the, the, the Slater was holding that. Well, I wouldn't want to say holding, but he was blocking that guy and it almost looked like a hold. Like he was kind of had a little bit of a grab there. And I'm just like, oh God, please not a hold. Like I'm like, no flags, no flags, right? No flags. And thank God there were no flags. But yeah, that yeah, was. You're, you're the official. You can't throw a flag on that. <laughs> you're like, holy, what did I just see? That That's just enough. a touchdown. That's you. You got it. Go ahead. You got to have Celebrate. That. Yes. Yeah, I saw yours. Uh, let's see, setting more records uh, from CBS Sports, Cody Benjamin on Sunday, second-year quarterback Justin Herbert eclipsed 30 scoring passes on the year, making him the first player in NFL history to throw what? at least 30 scores in each of his first two seasons. That is right. Literally no one has ever topped 30 touchdown passes in their first two seasons before Herbert pulled it off on Sunday. Not even Mahomes, not even Golden boy Mahomes would qualify if he removed his quote-unquote redshirt rookie year. He exploded for 50 touchdowns in 2018, but had just 26 the following year. Mm-hmm. That's a sophomore slot. touchdowns? Holy smokes. I forgot about that. That yeah. is a well, lot of touchdown passes. That's yep. why he's you know, he's got the cover of Madden and all, and all these State Farm commercials and bullshit, but that's still fine. Gonna get, he's still going to get waxed on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, still going to get waxed on Herbert Thursday. Herbert Herbert is coming in hot. Um, Let's see. Looking at this graph here, uh, primetime Herbo, uh, how quarterbacks perform in primetime games from 2018 to 2021 with a minimum of 150 primetime plays to qualify. Uh, It's got just about every quarterback on here, how well they performed, and it's based on their EPA or play in primetime. And Herbert is at the top. Head and with, shoulders. Yeah, head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, what he is just EPA? Shows up and, 
I don't know. Exactly. So yeah, we just we, he was at the top points. of this it's graph. Math. It's yeah. math. Added. I don't do that. I just see bars. Estimated with points added. No, that's yeah. what I would go for. It's a bigger bar than everyone else. His bar so is bigger good than thing. everyone else's. Yeah, it was like last week when we looked at Staley's <laughs> number one coach in the NFL exactly. based on some I'm bringing stat. you some right. useless next gen yeah. stats just more, every week on yeah, our outline. More proof for it, us to bring to the table when it comes time to uh, you know campaign for these guys to be coach of the year, MVP, offensive player of the year, all that kind of stuff. Now we've got we've got the stats to prove it, folks. So yeah, EPA suck EPAs, it. yes, EPA. All right, gang, let's take a look on over to Twitter now and see what everybody has been gabbing about. Uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted out uh, Chargers coach Brandon Staley was optimistic about running back Austin Eckler's ankle on Sunday, telling reporters he looked, quote unquote, fine. Sounds like Eckler re-aggravated the ankle from last week. That put him on the injury report. With a quick turnaround versus the Chiefs, it's one to watch. I think it's the most usage he's ever had in his career, too. So oh, sure, yeah. yeah. He's hanging in there and getting banged up. And, you know, he they taped the shit out of his foot on yeah. the sideline. So, yeah. you know, and, and other reports like Gilbert Monzano tweeted that, you know, at the press conference that, you know, Staley said that he would, you know, he could have gone back into the game. Mm -hmm. He just didn't. There, we need him. There was we, no if, need. When, when he re-aggravated that, it was the fourth quarter. We already had our big down. lead. Yeah. yeah there, honestly, he probably shouldn't have even gone in when he got hurt. I mean, right. Let let somebody win that second spot by letting them play in a sure. game that we're Give them the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I, I on all honesty, they didn't play bad. That they did not have a bad game between Kelly and Justin Jackson. Um, they played decent. Again, it was nothing like, oh wow, they're great. Right. But clear number two. Not, yeah, sometimes you're just not gonna get that out of a number two. Sometimes right. it's just gonna be they're gonna do their job. Kelly's a dangerous man. He 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 runs full <laughs> speed at people and does not try and get out of the way. Yeah. He's just a dangerous dude. Well, yeah, good good for them to get the reps and uh, and yeah, hopefully Austin Eckler gets enough time between now and Thursday to rest with a with a short week. I, I'm so not used to this. Do they come out with an injury report at the same time as everybody else, or is there going to be one earlier? They'll probably, they haven't practiced. They didn't practice today. So I guess it'll be like how it normally is, where it'll be like a Tuesday, Wednesday, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday report. So just we'll, a short we'll find report. Out. Gotcha. Yeah, short report. All right. Well, I just looked right now and it does show that there's an injury report for today. Oh, okay. um, it's no practice. So it's all just assumed. Um, I think Hypo they have to do this because of the Thursday game. Yeah. Okay. It even says in asterisk, Indy Kane's team did not practice. And particip participation is an estimate. So it's just based on the press conference, I'm sure. So, so we'll have something Tuesday, Wednesday for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday will be your only injury reports. And it's crazy, man. Having the getting to have this game at home is such a big advantage. Like, how do you even practice Wednesday if you're gonna travel out here? So That's true. It's just yeah. so boom, boom, boom that it's it's a real disadvantage for the Chiefs to be able to get get in those reps. Luckily, you're playing a team that you've played already before and right. most of the same guys are there, but um, it's a big advantage to finally have one of these at home this year. Big time. Yeah, definitely 100%. looking forward to it. And, and good point on the disadvantage for the Chiefs. Um, Gilbert Monzano tweeted out, uh, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley said, uh, running back Austin Eckler ankle is fine and could have returned to the game. So uh, hopefully that that's goes in cohesion with Ian Rappaport's tweet. Um, Gilbert Monzano tweeted out, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley expects wide receiver Keenan Allen to play Thursday versus Chiefs, barring any setbacks. So uh, we haven't heard any real update on his status. Um, I don't know what his 
his testing situation has been like. We know that he was unvaccinated, so there was that minimum amount of time that he needed to stay out. Um, so hopefully everything is copacetic on his end. Um, Chris Harris responded uh, to a fan on Twitter, uh, Swag Champ, tweeted out, Chris Harris Jr. balling, got people changing their tone. Chris Harris said, they don't know I was hurt, LOL, and I come alive in December. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't see the players responding like this very often. So that's kinda... he was getting a lot of hate, man. Even he was in the stands, a lot. Of a lot. Yeah. We on, talked on about Sunday, it a lot on Sunday. I was sitting in the stands, and there was this kid sitting in front of me talking crap the whole time about mm-hmm. Chris Harris. And I was the whole time I was like, you, like he's Bruh. playing out of position. We Bruh. had three guys hurt. Asante <laughs> Samuel was hurt. Um, Mike Davis was hurt. He was he was playing out of position. Now he's back doing what he likes to do, playing in zone, playing in the middle of the field. Right. He doesn't have to be a burner. And it appears that we know that he was hurt because he missed a game, but he was that thing just lingered with him for a long time. And it seems like now he's feeling better and he's starting to make plays. So it's just hard, guys. Like again, like I always preach, we don't know what's going on. We really don't have all the details all the time. Right. Um, so sometimes you got to give a pro bowler that's had a career like Chris Harris the benefit of the doubt. Excellent. Well, point, it's tough Kyle. too, because there's narratives. Narratives get started. And you know, if you're not really that invested in watching all the game and how it all broke down and compare it, like if you if you just look at the narratives that people are throwing out there, it's easy just to grab onto them and like this is a problem. We got to move on. This is a problem. Right. We got to move on. But we know we talked about it. It's like, no, there's a reason why he's been a pro bowler so many times and he's one of the best to play the position. So glad I'm glad that he's he's coming out and defending himself a little bit yeah. because he, he played really well on Sunday. All right. And giving us hope, letting us know that he comes alive in December. So I feel like we're we're still yet to see some of these guys best playing. Uh I think I we're we're prepped to finish strong here. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that you bring in for that reason, right? Right. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's won it. He knows what it's like. He knows when you got to show up. Him, Limbaugh, Joseph. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, we don't have Corey Lindsley. He's a Packer, so he's been deep into the playoffs as well. It's like you have. That's why you bring these guys in. They know when they need to show up and start playing and make big plays. And that's mm-hmm. what Chris Harris is doing. Absolutely. Um, and then Pete Sweeney tweeted out uh, Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo. Uh, called Spagnolo. Chargers. <laughs> called Chargers. It's more fun that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking Spagnuolo. with Spagnuolo. Uh, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert, the total package. He makes the whole thing go. He's one of the elite quarterbacks, in my opinion. Not in your opinion. Just state it. We it all know fact. he's an elite quarterback. We don't yeah. need the tag. Yeah. Pete. yeah. Don't protect yourself, Peter. You don't have to qualify it. We know it. Steve. Steve. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, not Pete. Yeah, Steve. No, that was a Steve quote. Spagnuolo. Sorry, Stevie. Spagnuolo. All right. And uh, looking over at the press conference with Staley today, uh, as you would guess, most of the questions were surrounding uh, Rashawn Slater. Those of you that don't know, Rashawn Slater did test uh, positive for COVID. Um, or was put on the coat. Yeah, he was tested positive because he was put he on the COVID positive. list. He wasn't yep. just a, a close contact COVID list edition. He was, he did test positive. Um, so the questions came around on if, uh, Rashawn Slater tested positive for COVID. He said, yes, uh, tested positive this morning. Uh, the question on the possibility of Slater being activated off of reserve COVID-19 list prior to Thursday's game. Uh, Staley said there is a chance that he could play Thursday. Uh, I'm like, I just want to get into before we go through all these. Like, yeah, this is a 
such a big concern. Mm -hmm. We have taken for granted, I think, a little bit. Maybe we haven't. Maybe that's why everyone's so upset. But the his play at left tackle has made us be able to really work the way we're working on offense right now. Mm -hmm. And to bring in somebody else and for him not to play, it this is this is terrifying. Out of all the injuries oh, yeah. and all the people missing games the last couple of weeks, this is the scariest one for me. Absolutely. So like hearing this news today, it was like, oh shit. What like why does it gotta happen Chiefs right. week? Like on why does it gotta week. happen in one of yeah. our biggest games of the season? Like yeah. just fucking the timing is just shit. Yeah. The, the yeah, timing it's, it's, couldn't be worse. It sucks. Here's here's the only thing that you could do as a fan to to try to stay positive is it gives you an opportunity to see your coaching staff um perform, right? When it's your when it's your normal 11 and they go out and play, you don't really know what involved like what game planning went into what what changes were made. I think if if Rashawn doesn't play, you're going to see a drastically different offense. Mm. Um you cannot take shots deep cuz you're not going to have time. If you have Pupkins on the left and Storm Norton on the right, with with their with their rush that they they can now create, it's there's not going to be a lot of deep ball shots. That's just the reality of it. Mm -hmm. Our defenses have to get to play lights out, and we're going to have to churn clock and get first downs and move the ball down the field. You see RPO a little bit more, um, and you're going to rely heavily on us being able to run the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to turn into a much different offense if Slater's not able to play. That doesn't mean we can't win. Right. We just got to have other guys step up. It has to be one of those games where the defense and special teams win the day. Right. And we need the defense to play like they played the first time we played them. Was it like three turnovers? Yeah. And they just and we should. Yeah. We, we're going to get, we're getting healthy. Derwin, hopefully, was just a little tweak and he'll be back. And you're going to, should get Asante Samuel back. Um, we have Mike Davis is healthy out there playing well. Nasir's playing great. He almost had that crazy front flip yeah. interception on Sunday. <laughs> right. Like yeah. Drew Tranquil and Kaiser are just like they're a match made in heaven right now, what they're right. doing on the inside. And our rotation at the D line right now is working. So right. there's nothing to say that our defense shouldn't have a lights out game. Right. Um, it's just gonna have to happen for us to to be able to win this thing if Rashawn's not playing because we we know that the deep ball is when we can be most successful, and that's not going to be there if if we have to have a backup left tackle. Big time. Yeah. Um, the questions came on possible contingency plans for who could possibly start at left tackle in replace of Slater. Staley responded, uh, that's what we've been doing this morning, uh, preparing those contingencies. Uh, I think that we're working through that today. Then tomorrow when we get out there on the field for a walkthrough, We'll be able to express that plan and get it started for this week. So, just like you said, Kyle, you I look, mean, they're they're prepping for the yeah. contingency, but like this it's could fun. be completely like, different. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but as a coach, this gets fun. You got to be creative, right? You have to like really dive into what knowledge you have in the game. I coached at a tiny little private school. That's where I was the head coach at here in the North County. We had like 25 kids was like our biggest year. And that was, we only had one team. We only had varsity. There was no JV freshman. There was no, hey, let's pull up a JV kid if somebody gets hurt. We had 25 in the whole school playing wow. football. We had one guy go down. You lose like three spots because that guy plays offense, defense, and he's on every Jesus, special team. Yeah. So you have to get creative, but it's fun. You, you you get aggressive and you you switch things up. And I think it'll be it'll be it'll be good for us to see in this first year of Staley taking over, what changes? Mm -hmm. Like is how aggressive is he willing to be and how creative can we get? People are gonna see Lombardi, what he's got up his sleeve. Is he a one-trick pony that only does this one thing? Or can we adjust to what's not there and mm -hmm. go make it happen? I mean, that's what Bill Belichick does. 
his roster is continuously changing and he just finds a way to win. And this will be big. This is a huge, huge opportunity for our team to step up and say, look, we're not dependent on one guy. We're we're gonna we're gonna go get it done somehow, some way we'll get it done. I think interesting too is that we you know we bring up the idea of what is the contingency plan. He didn't say anything about pumpkins. Pumpkins isn't in here. He didn't mention him. And when if you look at the death chart, at least from what ESPN and some of these other places have for us, there's two left tackles on this team, and it's it's Rashawn and it's pumpkins. And uh he didn't mention that. They're still they're they're having to do work on this. This isn't just like all right, we'll plug in our left tackle. So right, our backup. Yeah. The, the the fear I have of Pipkins going in there and playing this game is just it's Halloween. It's it's walking <laughs> through a haunted house. It's <laughs> seeing The Exorcist for the first time. Um, just being terrified. Like I, I'm chilling. just I'm 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 I'm, I'm terrified of Pipkins. I'm terrified of him, and not in a good way. No, in a really sad, sad way. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. There was other talks about the possible contingencies, uh, potentially moving Matt Filer over to left tackle. And Staley said that would be a later contingency. It's certainly an option. I don't think that will be the primary option. And then on the potentially moving uh, Brendan Hymas, who we've really yet to see much this season. Uh, and Staley said, right now, our intentions are for him to play guard. Then he would be an emergency option at tackle. So I don't know how many other guys we have in that offensive line capability to be able to play outside of Pipkin. So even though he's not mentioning him, he's not, he's not, he's not, not mentioning him. <laughs> yeah, he's pointing. basically saying all the options that we could think of. He's like, those are deeper into the options Correct. of what we want to do. So the only logical explanation Storm is Storm Norton's already on the field, my guy, he can't play bowl. Switch my him. guy, put somebody else at right tackle. <laughs> but then who's at right tackle? I don't know. Good question. That's contingency. <laughs> I know, and that they. It sounds like the reporters were trying to get at what's the main plan, right? Who's it and he be? just didn't want to say Pipkins. That's basically what it comes down to. Is he didn't want to say the plan is for Pipkins to play, but there's no one else on the roster that they could like. There's no one else on the roster that they could bump out there. Do you think it's like? trying to hold your cards to your chest and not give away what the game plan is so that other teams can plan accordingly. I don't, I, I mean, don't I'm, know. Yeah. Andy Reid's a pretty smart guy. He knows that <laughs> he knows what our roster is. He knows what the options are. Mm-hmm. Um, so with him, even answering these with saying that those are deeper options, he knows. And they know that we have backups that no matter who's out there, it's a backup. Right. It's not the number one guy. So right. we got backups at both tackles and a backup at right guard. <laughs> This is a band-aid offensive line if 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 he can't if um Slater can't go. Sean, so right. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We will It'll be fun. I mean, let's get a W with two of our starting linemen. Suck on that, Chiefs. That would be right. That would be incredible. I, I think we, we still need to wait and see right now because you know, Slate just because Slater did test positive, it could potentially be a false positive. Yeah, um, that's a prayer. That that that's a possibility, and he is vaccinated, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. So I have a question. Yeah, how did what is the close contact crap? Because if he tested positive today, he was in close contact with everyone twenty four hours. With the ago. entire offensive line, with the whole team, they were in a locker room, all well, I, sweaty and together. I think from what I've seen, from what I'm gathering, I don't know specifically, but I think coach is very very specific about how he places people and where they're at. I think if anything, close contacts are probably going to be other offensive linemen, but they all wear those tracker bracelets. So if you're a certain, you know, distance from that, from Rashawn, you're a close contact. So they but if probably you're in a huddle together. 
Right. It's a good question. It, it, did he get it after the game? Did he get it after the game? Right. Because Maybe, I, I he probably know. got it after the game. That's probably Maybe. where it came from. So, is, or from New York. I don't get it. And the Giants breathing in his or, face. Yeah. Or it's just because the Chiefs just every week get to play a team that has a COVID outbreak. One of their better players having a COVID. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Every, every single week, somebody's out. Yeah. So. We'll, ha we'll have to wait and see. But the final question on uh, if this week is a man versus man matchup, uh, Staley responded, it's probably a little bit of mano a mano. I like that. Both teams have kind of defined themselves, expressed themselves. Then there's uh, a little bit of that chess match, the game within the game. That's what probably has given both teams a chance to be so successful. I know that we're excited to compete and have full respect for the team that we're playing. The greatest feeling came beginning of the season when we beat the Chiefs. I yeah. just want to do it again. Yeah, I, I know I say that every week. I just want to beat the team we're playing. But this is especially important to me, living well, it, near all these Chiefs fans. In reality, this is this is the AFC West Championship game. Yep. Because if we lose this, we're two games back with with four to play, and mm -hmm. it, it's just not or it's three not to likely. play, and it's just not likely to catch up that they're going to drop two games. Right. Um. And then we have let, and then we have. They ha they have only lost one in the division right now, um, and we have which is us, right? Which is <laughs> us. Um, uh, but we also have a loss so that would put us to two. So yeah, this is really this is the AFC West Championship. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, I'm like excited, nervous, anxious. And you get to go to it. Up. So yeah, and Kyle will be going to it yet again. Yes. Um, those of you that are making plans, I know uh, Craig is planning on going, and I've seen a couple other people on Twitter mentioning that they're going. So. Keep an eye out for for Kyle, the coach Duggan. He will be there because he's he's our primetime good luck charm this season, and uh, he will definitely be in attendance. Um, all right, gang. Well, don't forget to go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet merch that we've got over there. Christmas is getting closer and closer and closer, and you need something. You got to fill those stockings. You got to put something under the tree. Don't don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that doesn't put anything under the tree. Go to ChargerChat.com, check out some of the sweet merch, and chat it up with some of the other Charger Chatteteers on our members-only page. All right, gang, well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see who we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys, we are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super pumped to have Brandon from Rancho Cucamonga. What is going on, Brandon? Going on, Hogan. How you doing, man? Uh, good, brother. Good. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we're pumped to have you. So let's just get right into this bad boy. How did you become a Charger fan? Oh, so actually, kind of an interesting story. Uh, when I was little, uh, my mom used to like drive us around to go lightning chase to it. So like we we'd all hop in the car and like drive up into the mountains. And uh, I just grew up like fascinated by lightning. So I, I grew up in a family of like Rams and uh, Cowboy fans. Okay. And my dad, uh, my dad was actually a coach in Pop Warner. Little side story. Um, and he coached Eric Weddle and my brother in Pop Warner. No so, way. Yeah, yeah. Eric Weddle's from uh, Rancho, too. He's Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> and and so uh, pretty much uh, I kind of was like, oh, pick the Rams or the Cowboys. And when I actually was old enough to actually like football, I was about 12. And I was just kind of looking at the teams. I was like, oh, what's that team with the lightning bolt? And so, you know, just being kind of fascinated by lightning, I, I picked the Chargers. And it was right around uh, like 2004. So I've been a fan for about 17 years now. But uh, yeah, had to do with lightning, man. <laughs> I love it. No, that's cool. It's the first time we heard that. That's fantastic. It's kind of the coolest logo, honestly. Like it really does, is, and the jerseys too, man. I mean, 
too. It's Come like on. it's the best. It's been the best forever. It's just a fact. So they've already had the best uniforms. Plus the revamps are just like out of this world, man. Oh, sure. dude, and the, let's talk about it because those jerseys from um, Sunday, the the navies. Kind of my sorry, the royal blues. Honestly, yeah, uh, the royal, the royal. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. I, I love the navy ones too. Actually, I got that Justin Herbert one, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we got you know the Royals. We play the um you know play the Giants and man did we look like a different kind of Charger team that game. So what were your thoughts on the game? That was pretty insane. Uh, it was a great win. Honestly, we've all been waiting for that dominant win, and uh, it kind of I mean we did have our backups in there, but we we dominated that team. Yeah, we really did. It was seven to seven was the closest we had it, and then we just kind of took off from there. And that 64-yard bomb, man, that's really what kind of, that was the the dagger right there for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, it's crazy. And did you see the video? They Somebody slowed it down. Literally, the defender was like almost touching the ball as it left his hand. Yeah, I saw that. It was like not even, like it had to have been less than a centimeter. It was like right there. <laughs> the, the fact that it was like on the money while he was being hit and he threw it that far, like I think it's and hard for- to the right too. Just... It, it's so hard. Like, you, like all these people that are kind of maybe doubting him or were putting players ahead of him, stuff like like that you can't refute i just can't stand how people keep doubting justin herbert like uh, it's we're past that point now man you have to just he's the real deal he's the truth man he really yeah. is yeah it's it's so much fun to watch him play and you know it was great to see our, kind of all phases kind of step up we kind of got weird there in the fourth quarter a little bit but like yeah. we were we're humming the special teams the kick coverages all those are looking good like it just feels like everything's coming together at the right time yeah it really is and we need it for this Thursday, we really do, especially if Rashawn Slater's going to be. I know that news just broke today, and man, I, I hope he's there for it. But if now everybody's got to step up. Yeah, that's that's huge, man. If if we don't have Rashawn Slater, it's like, oh god, what do we do? Is it Pipkins? Oh, Are they shifting stuff around? <laughs> Dude hasn't been activated in a hot minute, so that's just kind of crazy. But you know, it, it it had to happen on Chiefs Week, right? That has it had yeah, to happen. Of yeah, of course it did. And there's still no full clearance from Derwin or Keenan yet, so I'm I'm really really hoping everybody gets back on there, man. Yeah, we we need it, man. We we really need to beat the Chiefs on on Thursdays. So what what would you say is like your biggest Charger memory, like the biggest moment for you as a Charger fan? So I've been to definitely over at least 20 games, probably over 20 games, all Qualcomm days, everything. Uh, I live like an hour from San Diego, so I've I've always come and gone from San Diego my whole life. But even though I've been to all those games, my literally the biggest moment has to be, and I'll never forget it, is the the wild card game when uh, we were playing the Colts in the wild card. And uh, I had just gotten off work. I was watching on my phone. And I'm driving like as fast as I can to get home. And the second I walk in the door, my whole family's watching on the big screen. And I walk in there, and as soon as I walk in, they hike the ball. Rivers dumps the the screen to uh, Sproles, and Sproles takes it to win. Walk off touchdown, man. I I'll never forget that. That was. That was huge. I, I just wish we could have kept it going, but you know, it's it's still an unforgettable memory for sure. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's crazy. You walked in right when it happened. It was like it was meant <laughs> it to be. It was like per- the most perfect timing for sure, man. All right, so we'll get you out of here on this. Like, what do you what do you want to see the Chargers do in this in these next couple of weeks? You know, because it feels like we're a playoff team. It feels like things are going, are going in our direction right now. What do you want to see this team do moving forward um, to finish out the season? Well, honestly, I really do want to see them. I know it's cliche, but I do want to see them take it week to week. I really, really hope we can beat the Chiefs. If we beat the Chiefs, the rest of our season's in our hands, you know. But if we do lose to the Chiefs, because it's really hard to sweep the Chiefs. I mean, we haven't we haven't beat the Chiefs twice, or the Chiefs haven't lost twice since 2014 to a divisional opponent. So 
ultimately, if we lose, we just need to make sure we win and just try to fight for a playoff spot, man. If we could get in, I really think we can actually have a chance to make some noise. Yeah, I think yeah, Herbert, Herbert for sure. Like you, that guy's scary. You don't want to mess with him, and he's he shines yeah. the brightest in these big moments. Like he's, mm-hmm. ha, you know, he does his best work in prime time and playoffs are prime time. That's the, everyone's watching those games, so you don't want Herbert playing Herbert in those games. I don't know if you've seen that stat. Uh, I just saw it on Twitter. Uh, Justin Herbert is like astronomically the highest ranked quarterback in prime time games. I did see that. <laughs> it is very comforting. It's like a warm blanket. Uh huh. It really is. Justin Herbert's a warm blanket. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin Herbert is a warm blanket for sure. So, all right, brother. Thank you so much, Brandon. We really appreciate your time, and it was great meeting you. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. It's great meeting you too, man. Huge fan of the show. Keep doing what you guys do, man. I really love and appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate you too. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. All right, kid. Love you. Bye. Kid, love you. Bye. <laughs> I told myself Brandon. I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Brandon loves us. <laughs> Well, well, we, we love, love you too, too, Brandon. We, we love, love you too, too Brandon. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, it's what cool a cool story though. Like he's his family chased lightning. That's dope. That is sounds that's scary. wild. Sounds like I'm not gonna lie, family. my son. But you, the crazy, it's tragic. All the tornadoes that hit a couple days ago. Mm. Um, the weather around Huge, us was yeah. absolutely insane. And my son loves tornadoes and anything crazy weather. <laughs> so he's like, Dad, can we go look? So we hopped in the car and started driving around like, like, can we ride that lightning? (laughs) So we, we, we drove out and started like following the, the lightning just up and down our, our, our blocks. Um, we drove for a while and just watching the lightning. It was pretty dope. Wow. So I see why you could become a Charger fan after that, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was totally awesome. Brandon, thank you. Thank you for coming on and chatting with my man, Kev. Um, and now it is time to go on to the next segment. You know them, you love them. It's time for the Craig Experience. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Craig Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. What's the old adage? The squeaky wheel gets the oil? I'm just about to start asking for stuff on a weekly basis now, if that's all it takes, because uh, I just wanted an easy breezy game going into Thursday's matchup against KC. And our Chargers came through. They served up a like good old fashioned curb stomp into the Giants. And I'm really appreciative of it. So let's get right into it. CC game. Big salute to the rest of both fam. What's goody? She got Craig and Texas coming to you with another one of those winning editions of the Craig experience. Yeah, man. That was lovely. All around. From beginning to almost the end. Got weird there in the fourth quarter, but we had backups in, so I'm not going to harp on that. I'm going to tell you what this segment should be dubbed, though, because it's about to happen. Just call it the J Herbal Appreciation segment or experience, whatever you want to call it. Cause we're doing that. It's it's time. I'm I'm sick of the BS I'm seeing going on out there in the Twitter sphere, uh, uh, throughout the NFL world. Some of these commentators. I'm I'm done with y'all. We're just gonna go ahead and bing 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 knock every one of y'all out one fell swoop, bro. Can we stop it? Jay Herbo is that guy. I need all these people who get on their keyboards and can't wait for opportunities to downplay the stuff that he does, show me this tape. 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 
of all these quarterbacks that can make throws like that 65 yard air traveled, I think it was 65 yards in the air, somewhere around there, bombs over Baghdad throw to Jalen Guyton, getting pressured from the opposite side with, and I don't know if you guys saw this clip, there's a picture floating around where the edge guy from that side who ironically enough beat Slater, we're not going to talk about that because that doesn't really happen in our world. Um, so that really didn't match match up with what we know. We can go ahead and men in black snap that out of your memory. Um, in that picture, you can see that defender get his hand on that ball. And somehow it didn't affect the trajectory of it at all. It was a moonshot. 60-plus yards in the air that landed perfectly to a streak in Jalen Guyton in stride, like at the two, right before the end zone. I don't care what any of y'all say. I don't know when I've seen that, ever. And I've watched football practically all of my life. I'm 38, not one time. I've seen Aaron Rodgers make some amazing throws. And, of course, we all know that Patrick Mahomes has made some crazy throws. And if, in fact, Patrick Mahomes had done that on Sunday, this week, all you would see is every show, like, gobbling him up. I mean, slurping him, like, aggressively. You're probably going to see some stuff here and there, but you're also going to see some people just trying to act like it wasn't all that spectacular when literally this is all the kid does every freaking week. Now, even if he doesn't launch shots like this down the field for big throws, I'm sorry, big gains, you still see like these 20, 30 and intermediate <clears throat> passes somewhere in between 10 and 15 yards where he puts balls in places that nobody else can or people shouldn't be able to do. Whether it's between defenders, whether it's in holes in cover two, seam shots, whatever. It's always something spectacular. And it happens at least once or twice a game. I'm not seeing that every week from a bunch of different quarterbacks. But again, if you can provide me the evidence, feel free because I'm more of a fact-based dude. So I don't really care about your opinions. If you can shoot me over the video that I can see with my own two eyes, then that'd be great. Let's have that conversation. Uh, back at Oregon, and I said this <clears throat> a while back. H here's the thing. Before I even get there, we get it. Everybody thought that the Chargers needed to go to her in that draft. Everybody was hoping for it. There were some people that were really, really, really upset when Herbert was the pick. But here's the thing. I wasn't on, like, the Herbert hate train. I wanted to her, so I'm, I've always admitted that. But I'll tell you something. When I watched Kid perform in the Rose Bowl, I don't know what it was, but something, I mean, I'll tell you what it was. This is my freaking eyes. My eyes were telling me that he was just as athletic and had a better arm than um, what's buddy out in Jacksonville, uh, Sunshine. What's his face? I'm having a brain fart right now. You know, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He was every bit as good as that cat athletically and had a better arm and i let some people talk me out of it but again i'm not afraid to admit that see you people that are holding on to this crap that you just don't want to admit that you were wrong grow the hell up dude had an unprecedented rookie year that you hated on and then you said he was going to have a sophomore slump and now he's got a ball that's going into the hall of fame pause that 
commemorates, what is it, the first two years of any NFL player with 30-plus TDs? Because just everybody does that, right? No. By This is evidence by the ball going in the Hall of Fame. It's not a regulatory thing. Cut it out. Anyway, let me move on because uh, I can keep going with the Jay Herbo love. He just doesn't get enough of it nationally as far as I'm concerned, but they will eventually. They'll come around. They won't have a choice. The rest of the offense performed very well. Uh, the running game did what it needed to do for the most part. Um, happy that Eck got out. He didn't get out soon. He didn't get out soon enough for my liking. Uh, he kind of got banged up a little bit more at the end. Um, Justin Jackson had an okay game, averaged right around four yards a carry. Uh, Joshua Kelly, hey, as long as he's running in a straight line, he's okay. The vision, just not there, not going to change, is what it is. What I'm really happy about was this might actually have been to Herbert's benefit. That is not having Keenan out there because it forced him to move the ball out and navigate the rest of the offense without his go-to guy. And as you saw, there was ball production to be had for everyone. Almost every receiver that touched that field or tight end got their hands on one, and they were able to make plays. Now, Mike Will, uh, come holler at me, dog. Look, as someone with bad eyes, I get it. I'm not even really going to give you that hard of a time about it. But, my G, you had like 30 yards to play with on that big catch and run you made, and somehow you still managed to step out of bounds. Now, look, you might need LASIK. Just a recommendation. It'll help. I mean, as a wide receiver, probably a good idea to be able to see. Just saying. And again, not throwing shade, just a recommendation. Palmer, my boy. If you guys recall, if you followed me for any period of time, that uh, after that pick was made in the third round last year in the draft, everything was going crazy. Everybody was going crazy. It was another typical Tom Telesco third round reach. And when it happened, I was a little stunned because there was other stuff on the board that I felt like could have helped us immediately. But I have a buddy who's connected with the SEC and was able to shoot me over some film of Palmer at Tennessee. And the next day I came away with a completely different feeling about the kid. And I told y'all what my comparison for him was. There's this guy out in Green Bay that everybody wants this offseason that um, I'm just going to tell you is not necessary. I'm not saying five is him, but what I'm saying is he still has the type of ability to produce on that type of level one day. He's got the stuff. He's made up of the same stuff. And um, from someone who's watched and participated in football in some capacity for over 30 plus years, I've seen a bunch of it. Know what my eyes are telling me. These bad eyes that I just talked about a little while ago. They see football really well, though. Um, he played fantastic. Stepped right in in Keenan's role. Um, played some Z. Worked around in the slot. It was phenomenal. Dude caught what came to him. Made some really, really amazing catches. Just looking for more of it. Can't wait. See him, you know, develop and flourish in this offense moving forward. And he has rapport with Jay Herbo, which is always a great thing. Uh... Defensively, yo, Joey Bosa, you're a fool, bro. I love that. The teabag celebration, I can't wait to see what he does next. I feel like he's got like five or six of these in a tuck, and he's just waiting on the opportunity to get them off. Sir Joseph of House Bosa, keep him coming, my guy. Uh, Vato, whatever that was, bottle it, inject it on Thursday. We're going to need it. Well, aside from getting beat by Saquon, but I saw what you were doing. They were throwing short a lot. You tried to jump it. They baited you. They got you. 
just erase that one from your memory and just keep it pushing. Bring that on Thursday because he has games like these ever so often and he just doesn't string them all together consistently. But uh, I think he'll be fine Thursday. And DJ, please be okay. Please be okay for Thursday. Please, 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 please. Gotta have you. Special teams. Uh, Ty Long, you're taking way too long to get these punts off, dude. I'm not even going to blame the protection like that. Some of this is on you. And Kickman, look, hey, I don't watch, rewatch these games before I record these. So y'all have to forgive me if I don't catch some stuff on um, when it's live. I can't say that Kickman made one of those field goals. There's one, you guys all know what I'm talking about. It Maybe it was just the angle I saw it from. It definitely looked like he pushed it. But whatever, it's three points. We got it. it. Is what it is. So look, let me wrap this up. I'm going long. Casey, on deck. Your boy will be in the building. Do feel free if you see me out to approach me. I know sometimes I can look unapproachable because I have like resting. I want to fight you face, but that's not who I am. Unless like you offend me or something. But y'all are nice people. Y'all love me. I love y'all. Just come by and say hello. Looking forward to seeing you. But. Until then, see you Thursday at SoFi. We'll be in the building. My first experience. Can't wait to see us crush the Chiefs. Because if you guys remember, that was my preseason prediction here on the Charger Chat Pod. That we would sweep the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't make a fool out of me, Chargers. Anyway, you know what it is. Bull gang or do not bang. Till then. Okay, love you. Bye. Teabagging son of a bitch. Yeah, boy, we 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 didn't really get a chance to talk about that. I swear to God, I I watched that live, and I, I'm so far removed from Halo. I remember we played in the Halo oh, days. Halo <laughs> One, we took that. Nating. That was every night. Yeah, Nating. we were we would play a lot, and we would teabag the hell out of each other. That was not the first thing that came to mind. I'm watching that, and I'm seeing him doing. I'm like, is he like? Flexing that Glitching? he works out well, that he does squats really well, <laughs> Squat, and he push yeah, ups. Like, what is this? Like, what is he doing? And then, as everybody else was saying, I was like, "Oh, well, yeah." <laughs> well, you could tell, but I knew as soon as I saw him hold the gun, I, I was like, he was "Oh, holding he's holding his fist like this, like he was doing oh. like squats or something." But yes, if that you was, saw the front side of him, yes, it looks like he's holding a gun, amazing. and he is he is ghost teabagging. <laughs> um, <laughs> and dude. I'm so, I'm so on board with this prediction of yours, dude. Let, I hope we sweep these guys. Cause I, yes. I want you to be right. I want you to be right. Craig dog. A big time. We want you to be right. And thank you for, for just going through all that and reminding us of all of the, all the great things. We really don't have to have a game recap. Craig breaks it down for us every time we, we get a solid win out of this. So, and one thing I wanted to riff on this, I, I mentioned it in our instant reaction. Like, I want to like get in there, go on YouTube and see what everyone's saying about our, our boy and our team and all that. And didn't happen. It was kind of crickets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very what crickety. And th- like I went on YouTube very few, and very few could, people are, yeah. are on major, you know, TV broadcasts are actually talking about Justin Herbert or hmm. they're not uploading it because it's you, nowhere yeah. to be found. There's like two, um, two shows that even said anything about it, and it was just like an off the cuff thing. Hmm, I was just yeah. like, "What is?" I guess we got all that attention because we were in a primetime game, and this was just a normal game. But well, and it was the Giants, and, yeah, and it was the Giants. We played a so, bad team, so right. it was just people aren't putting much into it because we beat a bad team. But we don't beat bad teams like that. We don't 
like no. for us as a Charger fan, we're close like, games. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't care how bad they are. We <laughs> right. don't normally have dominant games like <laughs> right. that. So talk no. about it. In our first bit. dominant game, they're not covering us. It's like yeah. God. Right. I wanted to hear well, what everyone said. It's Damn kind it. of a good thing. Maybe the expectation is, yeah, they should have beat them up. You know, like we're not going to talk about it because they did what they were supposed to do type of a mindset. Right. No, but um, here's what happened. There's also what they were talking about this week is the who who would you if you were to start a franchise right now, which quarterback would you like to have? Who's it going to be? Yeah. Or Justin Herbert? I'm like, guys, you're a week late. <laughs> like this, we're, this isn't what happened this week. Can we right. talk about something? that just happened and not this hypothetical bullshit when we just beat Burrow, like stop it. Like right. it, it's just so annoying. Kev, I'm sorry. You didn't get your clips of everyone loving Justin. Herbert. I don't I feel like you're sorry. You. I feel like that you're being a little <laughs> not sorry. Right now. Um, well, sorry, not sorry. We okay. didn't, we didn't get the clips, but we got the tweets. If you go through Twitter, yeah. like Twitter, People exploded on Twitter yeah. over over Herbert. So you didn't get it on television, but you got it in Twitter form, which we'll TV's take what we dying can get. Yeah, yeah, it's a dying breed. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, Craig, again, thank you, thank you for coming yeah, on man. and uh, and going through all of that. All great. Enjoy points. the game. Hopefully, you and Coach run into each other. That'd be yeah, awesome. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. we we gotta we gotta get a photo op between uh, Craig and Coach for sure. Um, all right, gang. Well, now. Yet again, uh, uh, these wins bring out the best of you guys. There are lots of questions to go through, long questions to go through, but uh, we will get through as many as we can. Uh, It is time for Ask Bolt Fam. (laughs) Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. (laughs) Catch you later, dude. Great love you, boy. All right. Ask Bolt Fam. God bless. There are some big, long, juicy questions. I don't even know. I I honestly don't know how many questions are in here, but there are some long statements from these people. And by God, we're going to read them here on Charger Chat. And we started off with Carl Borlingtoft. Carl! Who asked the question. <laughs> Giants, you say. <laughs> Those puny weaklings from across the continent have no right to call themselves giants. The only gigantic thing I saw from Nijorvik yesterday was the monstrous neck of that QB <laughs> of theirs. Didn't help them help him see Joey Bosa charging at him, though, did it? I tell you what is gigantic. That arm on our mighty king and leader, Justin <laughs> Herbert. Skaldian V sing um dit touchdown cast I sundi R. <laughs> or as they say in this weird language of the English and in the land that leaf the lucky called Vinland, the bards were sing of that 60-yard TD throw for a thousand years. We have won yet another battle, but Thursday awaits a tougher foe. But with the help of wise Odin, our general Brandon Staley will come up with a worthy battle plan. And with the might and thunder of Thor, we will once again run amok against the Kansas ranks and strike them down with thunder and lightning. Torden Oglinil, till camp mine frander. And bolt the f*** up. Nice one, Carl. Yeah, jeez. I, I don't know it. that I had a good Viking accent in I that, wonder, but uh, did I wonder how your pronunciation was on some of these. I felt I'm sure legit. they were way off. It's, it's probably... Let us know, like, Carl. 
Yeah, but <laughs> it felt yeah, clean. It felt, <laughs> it felt clean, clean to me. It was a clean take. We got that. Fresh we knew clean. that much. Yeah, it was a clean take. So moving on. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, great game. And yes, we've got a we got a tough foe against uh, the Chiefs this Thursday. We'll see how it goes. Um, but thank you, Carl, for for writing this. I yeah, this this script. <laughs> this is wonderful. The Vikings. Uh, Vikings. Like and subscribe. Let's move it on now <laughs> to Coach Lago, who asked the question. Oh, yes, it is Chargers game day. I am excited. The color rush uniforms are still terrific. This will be a fun game as a Chargers fan. I know it. Okay, two-minute drive that resulted in a punt. I don't like it. We must score. <laughs> Get another stop. Okay, we have gotten another stop. Okay, there we go. Yes, Austin Eckler has scored his first touchdown today, and we are leading. Oh, no. Kyle Rudolph just had his longest reception and the Giants scored. Now it's a tied game. Squirrel! <laughs> Justin Herbert is very good and Joshua Palmer looks good today as well. I am excited again. Oh, yes, we have a kicker. Thank you, Dustin Hopkins. Oh, my. Justin Herbert is incredible. What is that I feel in my loins? Oh, I am aroused. I will fight hugging to the death for Herbert. He is mine. I love him. I am happy again. We have made three field goals today and not missed any extra points. Wow. I will get that squirrel. He will be mine. Joe Bosa is good at football and he is doing a teabag dance. That is funny. A touchdown here would be good. Wow. We have scored another touchdown. I do not understand these feelings. I am not stressed or frustrated at all. What a game from the Chargers. I am excited for Thursday night. How will you boys be cheering on the team on Thursday? I'll Squirrel. be hiding under my porch because I love you. <laughs> <sighs> oh shit! Jeez. Yeah, I'll fight you for him. Come on, bring it on, coach. Come on, Lo <laughs> come on, Lago. Let's yeah. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Let's dance, fight it out. Mine. Um. Yeah, Thursday, I'm going to be, I'm still on baby watch. So yeah, I'm you'll like, probably have a newborn by then. Let's hope. Maybe, or maybe like, and maybe not. Maybe he's born right when Herbert like seals the deal, two point conversion to win the game. Fourth <laughs> quarter, two seconds left. He flies Here out. he comes. <laughs> the timing is set up for success, I think. Yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be awesome. But uh, thank you, Coach Lago for Thanks, Coach. yet again, another Awesome script. Let's move it on now to Jeremy, who asked the question. Zoinks! I, like, was totally full of emotion that entire game. Me and my pal Scoob were, like, either totally scared at some points to incredibly hungry at the end. I don't know if it was Herbo bomb to Guyton or Bosa strip sack fumble. <laughs> Can we get those guys, like, a lifetime supply of Scooby snacks? <laughs> Yes, I love I love everyone's enthusiasm and happiness. Like this is a different kind of ass bolt fam than what we've oh, had. Oh, for the sure. Past. Yeah, yeah and no just, one has I, any questions. It just all the questions just, have been answered. Just, we love one, it. We're good. Statements. We're good. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. good. We're hella good right now. Super yes. hella good. Yes. Give, yeah. Give all those guys all the Scooby snacks they they want and deserve. Just we the agree. Ones Jeremy. without COVID on them. Yeah, make sure they're yeah, COVID yeah, free. Yeah, Scooby Snacks. The, no close contact, nothing, please. <laughs> Too soon. Thank you, Jeremy, for asking <laughs> the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. Oh, Gav. All right, Gavin. Uh, 
asked if I could read a tweet from Ryan Clark in the Kirk Lazarus voice, just to sums up what Herbert is throwing like, and the voice suits it so well. So here you go. Justin Herbert out here throwing blackberries through the Titanic, or blueberries through stealth bombers, or strawberries through tanks. Man, whatever the hell ever Wink Martindale said, either way, he's throwing mushy dang fruit through impenetrable objects, bro. Y'all get it. <laughs> See, Kev, we got some love. Justin got love. He's just on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. No yeah, one was willing to go on TV and say it. Exactly. It's the weird, the weird coach reference about throwing fruit through battleships. Yeah, and I didn't just get that when that giving. came out the first time around. Either way, yeah. he's throwing mushy through through impenetrable <laughs> objects, and yeah. he's that strong. He's, he's, he's that just that strong. strong. There you go. Thank you, uh, Gavin, for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. All right, all right, all right. Let me uh, tell you what Justin Herbert is packing right here, all right. We got a 6'6", second-year rookie, third place in yards, double pumper, tied for second in TD intake, uh, bored with 2020 head-shaving-related questions, turbojet 67.5 QBR horsepower. We're talking some f***ing muscle, all right? Hey, love you, bye. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Justin as a as a... As as a vehicle, just muscle car. <laughs> yeah, he's just a he's just a muscle man car. Yes, and and with, he's got the he's got the stats. He's got he's got it all there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's true. Another great statement without a question. I love it, Senor. I know. Also, <laughs> we, we can fly through these, even though there's so many. We just keep moving. <laughs> we got nothing to say. We just agree. Uh, I met Senora Snappy at the game on Sunday. And it right. was awesome. She gave me food is um, amazing, right? You guys had nachos. I got bar- a barbacoa bowl with like Ooh. avocado and Ooh. jalapeno and cheese on top. Damn. Oh, it was beautiful. Shit. And then Senor Snappy gave me this fancy Rivers Ooh. Lake hat. Yes. I, he said something about one of one, although Kevin might have one. I have a oh, Rivers Lake patch. patch. He's got a patch. Going on nice. my jersey later. There you go. Maybe. Awesome. Well, looks great. So. Uh, there you go, Senor Snappy. We agree, Herbert Muscle Card that we Hell all want yeah. to need. Hell yeah! All yeah. right, all right. We're talking some f-ing muscle. Let's move it on now to Bolt Up <laughs> Thor, who asked the question: What the actual f- is considered a big time throw from PFF? Hoo-ha! Is it any throw that Herbert doesn't make? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Guyton TD has to be some sort of air yards record. Hoo-ha! <laughs> It better be. PFF. (laughs) Who had the deepest throw of the year? Remember that stat that you read said that that was the second longest air yardage of the year. What's Mm. the longest? It's a long time throw, but is it a big time throw, Kyle? (laughs) I don't know. Is it a prime time, big time (laughs) throw? That's a great question. I don't know. (laughs) That's that's tough for PFF. Just just doubling down on (sighs) dumb shit. I Um, mean, I I miss the good old days. At least they're being consistent, right? Consistently dumb. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Um, mm. yeah. The PFF just wants to have every little niche record out there that they can possibly get their little hands on and more power to them and whatever, whatever makes them happy. We know who the real winner is. Just Do you know what PFF hurt. stands for? Do you know what it stands for? Do tell. No. No, what? Please fing f off. That's what it stands for. <laughs> okay. Mm. PFF. Not sure. Not maybe. <laughs> Working we'll on it. Working on some material. We'll have to check uh, stat. Check that one. Uh, but yeah. uh, hey, please, please f- f- off. Bolt up focus. Hyphenated. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously hyphenated. Yes. 
Uh, Bolt up Thor. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say, boom goes the cannon on 60 yards. Justin is Pro Bowl bound. Glad to sit 13 and 33. We need them for Kansas City. Finally, a game that we win, and I didn't have heart I say a palpitation, son. Now go and beat those <laughs> that call Casey home. Now, now, now Bosa got some tea baggies. Okay, can't love you, bye. Hell yeah. Again, no question. <laughs> no. <A> great statement. <laughs> well, love it. Love this, it. I, I've, I like that he points out I that. I do. He's he's yeah, glad the, to sit, you know, Keenan Allen and Derwin James. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that was we were all kind of a little bit worried about that game as far as not yeah. having them. Uh, obviously, still worked out in our favor. So now we're going up against tougher opponents and more likely now to hopefully get those guys back. Um, they haven't been officially cleared to come back yet, but if I shook my magic eight ball, it would say all signs point to yes. <laughs> if you're gonna have a week where you're you're able to sit those guys and still have a dominant performance. You know, and they weren't right. sat because we're giving them rest. They were sat for legitimate reasons. Yeah, they were but, hurt. You know, it gives them time to rest and get ready for this massive matchup that we have against the Chiefs that we need to win. It's mm-hmm. so important. Big it time. is a ballsy call, though. Like, obviously, I don't, I don't, we know that Staley is very conservative with playing guys that are a little bit digged up. Um, but man, you take an L in that game, that's, that would have been brutal. Sure. Obviously, we didn't, and we now we know, looking back, we handled them. But going into the game, when I saw on Sunday when I was driving up that Derwin was was inactive, not going to lie, I, I was like, okay, we're going to have a game on our hands. We got to go out and scrap and win this game. I didn't. I really did not expect it to be as big of a blowout as it was with the amount of guys that we had right, out. Right, right. I, I guess it showed that was a great game to see what our depth was. You know what I mean? Besides the fourth quarter guys getting in there and making some mistakes. Um, and letting them drive all over us. Um, that was just a great, they did a great job. Like people stepped up and that's what you want to see this team do as we get into later in the year. And we need, you know, we need that. We need that right. to make a playoff run and hopefully do special things this year. Yeah. The only real bugaboo that I thought that happened at the end of the game was that onside kick that we gave up. Yeah. Like, it was defensively, you're going to play conservative and give up. You're protecting the sidelines, let them run the ball. Like that's just what you do to run clock out. Um, but the, the, I think Parham is off the hands team here pretty quick. <laughs> and it was crazy. It just, that was it just happened. A, to the, yeah. Yeah. It just happened to the Packers the exact same way. The Packers mm. and the bears game, the exact same thing. Happened. You know what it I was wondered like the is most successful that, it, onside day of all time. Wow. I was wondering if that is like a Keenan spot that he was hurt and they're like, ah, oh, we don't put Parham in there. You know, I wonder, I wonder if could that be, was a spot be. that they, they filled last second because of. Um, backups because Parham did not look comfortable when that ball was coming his way whatsoever. That is a a possibility, but uh, House of Hain, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daniel Llewellyn, who asked the question. Potato chips! All right, what a game! (laughs) Herbert for president, right? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, like, my unsung hero of this season is definitely Kaiser White. He's been absolutely crucial to this team's development. Pro Bowl time? I'd argue he's our most important re-sign. Over 81. Thoughts? <laughs> All right. Can't later on, dude. Wow. So I think over so. Mike Williams. Yeah. I honestly, I think that that's probably an accurate statement. I think yeah. that he is that important to the defense right now, especially in the run fits. Um, he's He is that important because... 
I don't look, I'm not going to say this is 100% what's happening, but just from a couple of the plays that I went back and watched, it looks like our defensive linemen are becoming more aggressive with jumping gaps. So mm. normally you have, say, in like a 4-3, the defensive tackle has the, the B gap. So the gap between the guard and tackle. The nose guard has the opposite A gap between the center and guard. And that's just your gap. You hold that gap no matter what. You stay there unless you're stunting or blitzing. But if you're just normal run and you're just, you take that gap. It looks like now, like as you watch some of these guys, um, they're kind of jumping gaps because you, in essence, when you play gap and a half defense, your linebacker and your your defensive lineman are responsible for two gaps. You just don't know which one you have mm. um, when the ball is snapped necessarily. So when these defensive linemen are starting to get more aggressive and jumping gaps and those linebackers have to get comfortable with knowing which hole they need to fill and cover up. Um, and it looks like that's finally coming along because our defensive linemen are getting into the backfield and kind of jumping some of these plays. So um, I really do think Kaiser White is is our defensive. I, I, don't, I would Must be hard sign. to say that there's, there's anybody less important right now on the defense because Kenneth Murray just has not had a good year. I don't know if he's still hurt from that ankle or whatever it is. Uh, he's just not been performing. Um, and so, yeah, two, I think and, he's that important. And he had two offsides. He lined up in the neutral zone, like right. almost yeah. back-to-back plays. Like, And he only had 20, uh, he only had 25% of the snaps. So yeah. it's clearly they're leaning into Kaiser, which it's kind of cool to see a new a coach come onto a team where we've had a guy forever. They just didn't use, use him properly. And look yeah, at him he now, he's shining. Scheme. That's yeah. what Staley does for every every team he's been on. He makes guys shine. Yeah, yeah, it's... He's going to be a big resign. Mike, Mike obviously would be huge to get back as well. Um, I think Mike's going to cost you a lot, a lot, a lot of money to get mm-hmm. back. Um, whereas Kaiser, just the position that he plays is not going to cost you as much and kill you where you can go draft first or second round receiver and they're ready to go plug and play right away. Mm. Um, linebackers, that's not the case. We've seen with Kenneth Murray, it's not necessarily a plug and middle linebacker in there and he's ready to, ready to rock and roll. It's, it's, it's a tougher position, I think, to get adjusted to the NFL. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you go. Daniel Lawallen, thank you for asking the question. And we move on now to another surfer, the blonded surfer, who asked the question. So there I was giving my girl a massage when Herbie throws that beautiful deep kahuna. Boing. <laughs> Let's just say my girlfriend <laughs> didn't need any more lotion. <laughs> oh, oh, Hello, brochachos. <laughs> beautiful win, but quickly, the minds must be tuned to KC this Thursday. Ah, I'm feeling a shootout. Or maybe not. KC's defense has been solid as a sea urchin in December waters. No game has bigger meaning than this banana right here. Could be one of the most important games in team history. Anyway, here's my bolt prediction, brothers. Eckler rushes for 100, two total tutties, Herbo throws for over 320, and we win by a score of 40 to 36. Whoa! (laughs) P.S. That damn punter. Protection isn't crazy good on punts, but why is he taking so long to just pooch the ball? Jesus, he has zero awareness. Ty Long? More like Ty Long shot of being a Charger in 2022. <laughs> Bolt up, coconut lovers. Can't love you, bye! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you're a girlfriend, dude. That's rough. Yeah. Rough. That's rough uh, stuff. Or you're welcome. Or, or you're, you're welcome. welcome. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> that's hopefully, a shamelessly positive answer, actually. Yeah, you get sunburned, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. That's all that matters. Um, okay, so that, that's a pretty bold prediction, especially especially for Eckler. If he can, uh, if he's, 
I don't know if he's going to be at full strength come Thursday, but hey, if he is. Has he rushed for 100 yet this year? I know combined uh, through the air and the ground he has. Just straight total rushing. That would be a big game for rushing in a game. I want to say that he has had at least one, but I honestly don't know. Um, And yeah, Herbert throwing for over 320 for sure and 40 to 36. Yeah, it could absolutely get to that crazy (laughs) of a... Score. Let's hope let's, it's Rashawn Slater, like you were yeah. saying earlier, Kyle. Like, hopefully, I think it that could be a doesn't... little bit of a, more of a low scoring affair. We will find out, but we'll see. Yeah, that's but then that's also the punter thing. Like, yes. Kyle, who, what's the kid's name? Is that Matter Matt Matt so he's, he's the State. punter for San Diego State, but he went to Rancho Bernardo, all of our that's right. Punter. Very cool. Yeah, so he was he's an RB high grad and he just won the punter of the year award for NCAA football. Wow. Um, he had two punts that were like 70 yards. Good he just Lord. absolutely boomed. He's a monster. And he kicked that, field goals. Uh he, 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 he did. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He was there. He was their place kicker and everything. Um, but yeah, even when we were watching the game, dad was like, We gotta draft him. We gotta draft him. <laughs> Third round, take him. Third round, Third round punter. But it was crazy because we sit in the end zone. So we were watching like the one the one punt Ty Lang had was like a 30 yard net punt. Mm-hmm. It's like Man, Matt Areza would have just absolutely flipped the field and put it down there at the 20. Sure. Like, like it was kind of like it was nothing. So, yeah, it's crazy, too, that Ty Long is like a captain, you know? Like, right, I yeah. wonder what he's doing in the locker room to get so much um, praise because <laughs> he's very mediocre. Well, he's, yeah, hopefully, I, from every time I see, like, video of him on the sideline, he's hyping up the kick, man, so... Yeah, yeah, whatever it may, whatever instills the kick man's confidence, I'm kick all man, for hype it. Man. Make, make him a captain. Um, Blonded Surfer, thank you for asking the question. We move it on now to Super Bolts Champs, who asked the question What's up, guys? Is it time for us to crown coaches the best charges coach ever? If not, who's the best coach charges have had, in your opinion? For me, it was Marty Ball, but Coach Staley was very close second. Okay, dudes, stay safe, keep on drinking, and bolting. K-Love, you bye, baby! All right, best coach in That's Chargers a- history. I don't think you can crown him yet. He's still got to win some games yeah, to yeah, get yeah. us into the playoffs and do some work because Marty's there and Eric Coriel. Uh, there's, there's been some good Charger coaches. I think Marty's probably the top for me and what he did with that team and sure you know talking you know talking to former players that just love the guy um yeah i think there's something to be said for that and what staley's doing now so only time will tell time will tell but staley's certainly starting off strong i can't recall getting a coach and feeling this strongly about it so early Uh on and in such a more of an emotional relationship building way like We've had other coaches that I think we've been excited about in that first year, but I don't know. There's just something different about Staley. So he's certainly totally making his own path to potentially being the best coach in uh, in uh, Chargers history. So got to win a Super Bowl. Got to like, win a that's Super just, Bowl. That's how you define. That's the crowd who's effective. Yeah, yeah, that's how you. That's how you de- decide if someone had a good career. So if like, you're looking, if you're looking at that though, you're looking at Bobby Ross as one of our best coaches. Right? Then, that, you have to say there. that because he took. He's the yeah. only one that's ever taken us to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty, I think, should have if he would have been not fired after going fourteen and two. But yeah, yeah, I think Marty. I I would say that Marty's probably our best coach. He just got kind of screwed in the position that he was in because of a poor GM and ownership making a bad decision. But um I would love I I hope we look back on this episode and it's like, 
Of course, Brandon Staley's the best. We won four Super Bowls in six years. Hell yeah. <laughs> Clip it. Love it. Yeah. All right. Super Bowls champs. Thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Mongo Tiger. Certified fresh. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're asking right. the question. It goes like Mongo this. Tiger. tape did they really need to put on Eckler's ankle? That was like three rolls. <laughs> I think I think coach went over there and he said, put on the extra two. He's done. Don't let him. He's not going to go out on the field with that club foot. Put extra tape on his foot. It's like a cast. I didn't even get to see that. Was that like a shot that they showed <laughs> was, in the they broadcast? They kept heading to the sideline and she just like kept going, like kept rapping. It I was, mean, dude, it was huge. It was massive. <laughs> it was like a cast, like it, a boot. It really yeah, was. It, it literally, it probably added like half a pound to his foot. Like right, coach right. was just like, you're, you're done. It's going to take you longer to take that tape off. This game will be over by the <laughs> time you get all that off your is, foot. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, tape just put up so much that he can't get back he in. He can't come back in. Without letting it happen. He was probably walking like Frankenstein off on the side. But like, I looked over at my dad and he's like, he's going to be like running in a circle. He's going to, his foot's going to be so heavy. He's just going to be <laughs> yeah. running in a circle. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was, that was quite a bit of tape. So maybe that was by design. Who knows? But uh, Mongo Tiger, thank you for asking the question. And welcome. And uh, yeah, thanks, man. Let's see. Next, we've got Mark Busnelli Jr. Who asked Mark. the question? Well, geez louise, guys, this has been one wacky, wildly wild season and was nice for once to have a shellacking of a game against a hapless giant squad. Who's your most underrated pickup this year? I love the Andre Roberts one. He made our offense easier by getting us much better field position. Who's yours? K, love you, bye. I think... Pickup is different than underrated. I think underrated, I, I you can't argue with Andre Roberts. Like he has totally changed what we're doing with special teams and how we're returning the ball. It's I mean, hands down. I mean, you got a kick man. Kick that man? wasn't kick uh, man. Kick man's put up some pretty damn good points. I think he's twenty four for twenty seven. I think he's only missed three yeah. kicks. So kick man. Five man. Too, I, Kick like man Matt receive, Filer man. being a guard, he didn't Filer's have like huge. a whole lot of hype coming into the team. Yeah, I it mean, wasn't and like underrated. A big breaking news when yeah. we when we signed Corey Lindsay, it was like highest paid center, huge deal. Um, but I feel like the Filer pickup was kind of a a low key gem that we got because he has played phenomenal. We so we good. know what happened the one game that he didn't play. So. Exactly. They've had we've had some good we had some good free agent pickups this year, even in mid season two. Special teamers that have a, had a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, think Telesco's done a good, good job. You, I know Telesco. everyone hates on him, but I think he's he's doing well. You know, he really is this year. He's doing good things. So, Mark Busnelli, thank you for asking the question. We move it on now to Empty World Nine Nine Nine, Certified Fred, who asked the question: How do we keep Palmer on the field when Allen gets back? It's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. Big time. Sure. I'm, well, I mean, what I don't know. It feels like having Palmer out there when Allen goes down, like Palmer's there. He's fresh. He's ready to go. I don't think he necessarily needs to be contributing every single game, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's going to. His role definitely diminishes once Keenan's back. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just only upside for this future. He's a rookie. This is his first right. year in the NFL. Didn't even play a whole lot in college. Like he wasn't thrown to a ton. So 
just him getting some reps here and there, like this last week was huge for his confidence and um, how we can start to scheme for him in the future. And like, we, like we've talked about, we don't know what Mike Will's future is. Right. Um, so having a guy like Palmer step up and start to play is huge. Um, but again, he gets on the field before last week. He, he was getting snaps, sure, not yeah. a ton, but yeah. he gets five to 10, 10 plays a game and he can go out there and make plays. Now he's got some confidence, right? Keenan big time. Like he's our third down guy. Like even though Palmer had a great game. Yeah. He's no Keenan Allen. He's no Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's going to, he's going to be Justin's first look on a lot of these, on a lot of these routes, on a lot of these things. So. If you can get him out there and he can, it gets more into the X's and O's and the deep, you know, what they're going to do to defenses, how the defenses have to play them if they're both on the field at the same time. But I, I think he is, but he just won't be at the level that we saw, you know, on Sunday. Just the volume will come down. Yeah, right. It won't be there. Enough to keep him uh, warmed up, I guess, for lack of a better word. Give him a taste. I think, yeah. Just a taste. If, it, if there's any complaint that just we hear from the lie. Chargers, <laughs> is that we don't have like that strong depth. And so now that we've got Palmer, hey, we've got strong depth. Then let's keep him healthy. Let's keep him ready to go so that if something does happen, if we need to rotate him in, he's in there and he's ready to go. So right. I like totally. I like the idea of him being strong depth for now. And in the future, he might have a bigger role. We'll have to wait and see. But Empty World 999, thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Z the King 1. And shout out to Bolt Gang. You guys pretty much asked the same question, but I'm going to go with Z the King 1. And it goes like this. I was hoping we'd see more Palmer today and was not disappointed. He has a lot of potential to be a deadly receiver down the line. At the same time, Guyton has shown the last few games that he could still be our burner and wide receiver three. Weirdly enough, this was not Mike Williams' game today. Uh, so my question is this. How do you all think the Chargers should be using the receivers and in what ways? Should we have four receiver sets more, run more plays for Palmer? Do you think we are cutting Guyton next year? Under the sea. I see. Sorry, guys. Under the sea. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, all right. So a lot of questions on the wide receiver situation. Um, so I don't know. I like the idea of the rotations. I like the, uh, and I don't know. Have we seen the four receiver sets no. a lot this year? No, no, no. Nobody in the NFL really runs four receiver sets. Yeah. There's always a tight end um, in pretty much every set, especially for us. This week, I saw a lot of three tight end sets. Mm -hmm. We had Trey, Cook, um, and Anderson out there at the same time for a long time. Right. A lot of the time. Anderson was like a fullback a lot of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to see four receiver sets. That's like a Hail Mary into the game, mm -hmm. get a bunch of people down there. But at the same time, especially now with backup tackles, you need those tight ends and fullbacks that are helping pass pro. So, right, that's true. Um, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to see four receiver sets. Um, and I don't think there's going to be an, a renewed emphasis on let's get the ball to Palmer. He had a good game for sure. Right. He's not Keenan. He's not Mike Williams. And Jalen Guyton's the burner. He's getting downfield. We saw him He on that 65 yard pass. He was past those guys. He, right. he yeah, beat he those safeties. He was behind them. Um, so he has that ability to go deep. And we're now tapping back into that. Um, Palmer's a great guy. He's a great receiver. He's gonna he's gonna spill those guys when they need when they need a break, but we're not gonna build plays specifically around trying to get the ball to, to Palmer right now. Mm -hmm. It's a great problem so. to have, like we just said. Yeah. Fantastic problem to have. Yeah. So yeah. he had a he had a breakout game because he got the opportunity and 
that's what it is. And let's rotate them in, keep bodies fresh because we're going to need, there's a lot of colder football coming up. And if, if, anything, it, up. if anything, it's, it, it raises the question, like, does Justin do better when he doesn't have a guy that he's trying to get the ball to? When he doesn't have the Keenan, that's like, that's my go-to. We have mm. a relationship. I want to get the ball to him. He spread the ball out like crazy in this game. So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say that's the case. I'm just interesting to think that maybe without that go-to guy, does he does he actually survey the field more instead of Opens it up getting up to him. the ball? Is Keenan going to be open and when they're running this? Yes. Okay, I'll look off and go to Keenan. Um, I don't know, but it's just interesting because he had a great game spreading the ball out in this, mm-hmm. this last game. Also, and the Giants DBs just could be bad, and he just could do what he wanted. That's possible. We, we, we won't rule it out. Um, do you think we'll be keeping Guyton next year, though? I don't know. Unless they, unless they have plans to bring in a free agent or draft somebody that takes that kind of a skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's what um, Craig really wants, is that little Tyreek type, Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill type that can just bl- blow past people. Um, but right now, he's the speed. He's our, he's our deep threat guy, so... Uh, Mike Williams is go gets those 50 50 balls, but he's not going to run past anybody. Keenan's not going to just absolutely burn people downfield. So, mm-hmm. right now, that's our guy. So, unless they have plans to bring in somebody else, we don't have anybody on the roster to take that spot. Right. Yeah, there's not really a lot of depth there. So, I think you're probably going to have to bring somebody else, maybe resign him. I don't know how much he's going to ask for, but I think you probably could and then bring in somebody else via the draft that. Mm-hmm maybe has that speed and those kind of combine measurables that maybe didn't have the production similar to what Palmer did. He didn't have the college production, but look at him now. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's tougher to say that we're going to cut somebody after he has such a great performance in, in a game like that. So, um, yeah, I can see guidance in cons. my brain for the rest of my life. I will remember that play. Absolutely. Till the, till Absolutely. So we'll we'll leave those big decisions up to the big boys. But Z the King won and Bolt Gang, thank you guys for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Kyle T, who asked the question. Another win for the good guys. Got to build a better mousetrap game for the Bolt's New Jersey Littles. <laughs> Herbie became the second ever player to have 30 TDs both in his first two years. With four games left, how many do you think he ends the year with? Hmm? <laughs> I'm saying 40. I'm going to put 40 on it. Solid 40? Yeah. Solid 40. I think he'll have 40 touchdowns this year. With the yeah. extra game, it makes it a little easier. I think he'll have 40. That's true, yeah. Because that's, what, three and two three and, games and two it's like and two and a half, two and a half touchdowns a game from here on out. It's very conservative. It's a conservative thought. I like it. I think that's a, that's pretty I mean that's that's a that's that's a lot of touchdown passes. <laughs> There's still a lot to, and lot to go. Games. We're yeah, playing so. some there's a couple teams on the, you know, coming up that I think we could get a few more than, you know, he could have a four touchdown game coming up. Who knows? Mm, yeah. The thing is with Justin like they don't seem to they only seem to be really unleashing him like that when they're close games, right? Like there, when you saw at the end of the game that he got three, they kind of shut him down. They just started running the ball, run the clock out. If we mm-hmm. get that far ahead, the defense keeps playing the way we want him to play. I don't know. How, you know, there, there, there might be a, a ceiling. There might be a glass ceiling to what he can get if we play the way we want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, 40 I'll school, say, it's an aggressive. I'll say 41 just to be one more. Oh, 42. Price is right, rules. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Kyle T, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Christopher Moore, who asked the question. 
What's up, Bolt Gang? Another week, another record smashed for our boy, Jay Hearns. In 2006, we had the most guys to go to the Pro Bowl at 11. Do you guys think we're over or under that this year? Hopefully, our guys are too busy to actually go to the Pro Bowl. As always, Cam Hayward, Dan Orlowski, and double the Chiefs. Okay. Love you, bye. Uh, I don't think yeah. you get 11. 11 is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> like that's I said, crazy. full offensive line, don't think that's going to happen. That was my early prediction. I just don't think that's realistic. <laughs> well, let's, Maybe. Okay, so let's think about it. Herbert. Eight. Lindsley. Lindsley. Keenan Allen. Shoe-ins. Keenan Allen. Justin Herbert. Mike Williams. We said, we said, I don't think Mike Williams will get in. You don't think so? Okay. Unless he picks it up at the end of the year, maybe. Uh, Rashawn Slater. Eck has potential to get into right. with the catching and, and okay. running. I think we're, so we'll say Eckler. I think we said the, uh, some of the names twice. Okay, so no, Herbert. You, have. you said Justin I think, Herbert. Like 12 I think I'm messing times. this up. Stop it. You Herbert, just said Justin Herbert. Justin Lindsley, Herbert. Justin Allen, Herbert. Justin Herbert. Eckler. Okay. That's four. Slater. Do you think he's going to make it? I don't see how you. I think you we're could. just homers. Depends on we how much Karen I'm just has, saying. I'm just trying to figure hands. out. Uh, can we get close to 11? So I I'll, don't I'll know if you have. I'll say Slater six on the other side. Okay, so we got Bosa. I don't know if you have six on the other side. Let's talk about it. Bosa. Maybe. Derwin James. Yeah. yeah. Mike Davis. No. No. Kaiser. Maybe. Yeah. Kaiser. I think Kaiser and Derwin are your, your shoe ins. Bosa, like, he's having a good year, but he's not, his numbers aren't out of this world to where it's going to be like he has to be in. He might get in based on his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think six. I think six guys will probably get in because there's no shoe in that Corey Lindsley gets in. The guys had good years and they just right. don't pick him for whatever right. reason. So, I but think the, six is a good number. Question here we all need to remember this is all fan based voting. And we slay fan based voting. So I think it really depends on what Karen's schedule looks like for the next couple <laughs> weeks. If she ha- if it's kind of open, I know she hurt her leg. I hope you feel better, Karen. But yeah, if she's just there voting on her phone and maybe brings in a few laptops and is doing her work, sky's the limit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I I'm gonna say more than six are gonna make it. That's that's we had my two prediction. last year. Yeah. Well, people people didn't take our team as seriously as we would have thought that they should, especially with Justin Herbert. Like Justin Herbert not making the Pro Bowl, I think is kind of a a slap in the face. I think somebody <laughs> might have an argument for him not making the Pro Bowl. That's like how people look at us right now, and it's bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I'm 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 on the fence. I don't think we're getting I'm eleven. I think the I think the no. under. I think it's the under for sure on the 11. We'll see who's right. Tune in at 11. Christopher Moore, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Chris M. Who asked the question? Given that the Chargers may end up with the number 32 pick in the 2022 draft, what do you think is their greatest position in need? Who should they go after? And how many of their 11 picks should they give up to go get him? Is it too early to mention Dynasty? As always, <laughs> shamelessly positive. Dynasty, I love uh, post win jazz ball fans. Oh yeah, they're just oozing to the moon. <laughs> I love it. Shameless We're positivity. Dynasty. Number one position in need, though. What do you think? 
It's going to be hard to say because the undrafted, the amount of undrafted, sorry, the amount of free agents available mm-hmm. at the end of this year is just astronomical for the right. Chargers. Yeah. And that's why we have so much money available to us. Yeah. So the question is, are you doing it in the draft or are you picking up some more free agents? Right. That's like, the question I think that's every year. Cur- yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think more offense. I, I personally just want to see more offensive line. That's right. what I want to see because this whole Slater thing is, I'm the depth, like the depth behind him. I can't even talk. I'm like so nervous about like the depth behind him. It's just like I, it's scary. Um, well, so that's what I would do. Yeah, you've got the depth, the depth behind Slater, and then the death, the death, the death, the death, the death behind Slater. The death behind Slater. That's what happens when you take a Straight shot at tequila pickens. before the show. Um, <laughs> and then Balaga, for all intents and purposes, there's no way Balaga's coming back next year. I can't I imagine. I can't he's imagine. Still, he's still he's still under contract next year. I can't imagine. <laughs> he's going to come <laughs> back next year. But um, if he retires, I guess. Right. He's under contract. So I don't know what, what are all available out there. But as far as positions of need, I would say right tackle is a position of need. I think Storm Norton's been serviceable, but we need somebody that we can be our number one guy. Um, are there other positions that you guys think we really <laughs> should look at? I think Kevin brought up a good point. It's going to be depend on who we bring back. Right. Of our current roster, who do we decide to re-sign that's a free agent? Because there's so many of them. Right. I don't know what the biggest need is yet. I, again, if I if you just look at the team that we have right now and everyone was coming back, I would say offensive line. I would say right tackle. Um, but we don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know who's coming back and who's not coming back. So it's going to be a busy offseason for sure for the Chargers. Right. And honestly, Hunter, go get the San Diego State kid. Punter wouldn't be bad. I don't know that it's a huge need, but I think it is definitely a need and maybe another running back, somebody to fill in that RB two role. I hate to keep drafting all these running backs that don't seem to produce, but got to hit, got to hit it somewhere. So we'll see what they all decide to do. But Chris M, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Okie doggy. Who asked the question? What up players? Do you hear the universe talking? Because right now we are in the goody room with lots of money and a G5 playing player. This is how we are all going to roll now with the golden boy at the driver's seat and the likely coach of the year with the biggest set in all of Hollywood. Now, I don't pay attention to any nonsense that concerns us because as far as I know, anything that doesn't praise, we should just go up to the source, drop their pants, and spank that ass, player. At this point... (laughs) You can get a nutless monkey to do Dan Orlovsky's job. In fact, ESPN's ratings would actually go up as a result. But in all seriousness, my question, if you players had a chance to win $8 million right now by doing one of these scenarios, which would you choose? Oh, shit. 10 fastballs from Air Bear to the balls with no cup. (laughs) Wear pads while being tackled by Joey and Derwin with no pads five times each. 10 gloved punches from prime Mike Tyson. Five punches from Mike Tyson right now. No smack talking division rivals for 20 years. A true Charger fan would not choose this. I want to make that clear. (laughs) Winner takes all WWE style match between the three of you. Good luck in your endeavors, players. Oh, wait. I'm getting a phone call uh, from Missouri. This is Lex Grossman. Who is this? Oh. Okay, Chiefs, fuck face. First, take a step back and literally fuck your own face. (laughs) 
Now, I don't know what kind of AFC West <laughs> bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but this division is our territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, when you get here on Thursday, this team will rain down an ungodly fucking firestorm upon you like no one has ever seen. You're going to have to call the goddamn commissioner and get a fucking binding resolution to keep this team from fucking destroying Kermit the Frog. I am talking Scorch the earth, motherfucker! We will massacre you! We will fuck you up! That was a good one. Oh, I love how we've become like the official Tropic Thunder podcast. <laughs> I know. I think you can literally send any scene from that movie and it'll make us laugh hard. Holy yeah. shit. That was good, Ooh. buddy. That was good. Um, I will, I'll answer first. I'll take the WWE winner take all free for all. <laughs> You want to lose $8 million to me, Kyle? What are you, what are you saying? I would fuck you guys up. I will fucking destroy you. I'll need a binding resolution. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I got lightheaded there. That was too funny, Kyle. You said that with such, like, gumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't even question. I have I incredible will. older brother confidence. <laughs> I'm a... Yeah, I, I'm fully confident. Um, okay, that would be so you're going to take the same one then? No, I think the one yeah, I'd probably I do, and this is a practical reason more than anything, <laughs> um, I, I should probably stop having kids because I have a lot of them. You take so the fastballs? I'm going to go with uh, 10 fastballs from uh, Air Bear to the nuts. <laughs> Any answer that um, includes him getting to meet Justin Herbert, that's what he's going to do. Yeah, I get to, if I get to shake his hand, Sure, two birds, one stone. I don't have to pay for a wait. Surgery. How far? How far away would you go? Like, if this is ten yards away, you're just sixty-four point five. <laughs> That's sixty-four point five yards away. Doesn't matter. He's really gonna a lay it on ball. a dime. Yeah, right on it. <laughs> yeah. left, left, Dude, left, if he can right hit me right in the nuts right ten times from sixty-four, that's some next gen shit right there. <laughs> Yikes! That's all right. Well, dog, that's, that's more of a practical answer. Just be honest. Um, I would probably, I'd probably do the Joey and Derwin tackle since I can wear pads, but they yeah. don't wear pads, I guess, by the way that right. he, so you can hit back. I don't want to hit back. <laughs> just, well, I'm a lover, no, not a fighter. I would just that, be no, like, that's football one-on-one. If you're not delivering a hit, it, it hurts twice as much. Oh, you really? gotta go yeah. and at least put something into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take yeah. a step or two into it, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, just I'll, get low. Yeah. Low man wins. <laughs> low man wins. <laughs> Just don't hurt them. Don't hurt their knees because yeah, we need ankle. them. It's not that low. No, I don't want to hurt them. They can hurt me all yeah. they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get hurt. What do you sit here and talk on a podcast? You, yeah. You don't need your yeah. Just need this. Yeah. Just need this. Yeah, as People long as they... All, leave my throat alone, like five feet tall the rest of my body. I can be in a full <laughs> yeah. body cast. I don't care as long as I can keep talking. Eight million. Um, eight million dollars, too. Yeah, eight I love million. Speci- That's good health care. <laughs> And what, what about eight? What, specifically the eight? I like that. I'm not sure. We're gonna have to dig deeper into this and and why the eight specifically. Let so, us know, Okie Doggy. Why eight? It's eight. a very specific number. But thank you. And is it before or after taxes? I need Ooh, to know. It's a good question. Yeah, that. Yeah, because I might change my answer on you. that. Because if it's only like in five point seven mil, I might be going just straight WWE. Because that Kyle would be an easy finish. <laughs> There you go. Okie doggy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bobby Caldron, who asked the question. Number one, frustrating to potentially play the Chiefs without Slater, Derwin, Eck, Keenan, etc. Two, we have Justin Herbert, which means the Chargers are going to win this game. 
No excuses. <laughs> Next man up, underdog mentality. Just win. Question. This is the most important game since blank. Bolt up, K. Love you, bye. This is hard because this is such like a... Staley's first year establishing what this team is going to be like in the AFC West for years mm-hmm. to come. Oh, yeah. What Justin Herbert's like with that, them being able to start building around him. Like, I I can't think of a bigger game just beforehand, like a regular season game than this one. Um, I just can't. Not, not, not Nothing mm. off the top of my head. I'm sure there is something back there in the day, but right off the bat, more current day chargers, I can't think of. I can't think of. Yeah, it. it's I mean, been a while. I mean, 2018 playoffs, but like, I don't know. We haven't really yeah. been in the push for the AFC Colts West man. in a long time. It feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, would you go back to just uh, what was a week three that we played them uh, this year? Like that that felt like an important game. You know, it's the first time with Herbert and Staley going up against a division rival, and. I don't know. I feel like that was pretty important. Obviously, there wasn't a ton on the line, but really helped us kind of at least set the tone that like, yeah, we're we're contenders. We're we're meant to be acknowledged in this. And I don't know. I, I, it's hard to answer that question as far as trying to think of like what, what either try to think of what's a more important game as far as like what's on the line versus what sets the tone for a new coach and a new system for the rest of the year kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot this to weigh. Big, I think it's huge. It's massive. It's insanely massive. And yeah. I think something be something interesting to remember, you know, Justin Herbert against the Chiefs. His his first loss came, his first start, he didn't know he was playing, it took him to overtime. Right. Hasn't lost to the Chiefs since. Right. So I know that you're gonna say one one game didn't have Mahomes, sure, but he hasn't he hasn't lost to the Chiefs since his first start. Right, so, the statement still I'm, stands. I'm, I love this uh, number two. We have Justin Herbert. We have a chance. Absolutely, like, we have a chance with Justin Herbert. Um, keep him upright. Give him enough time. We have a chance to beat any team in the National Football League. So, absolutely, this is huge. This is huge. Yeah. Bottom line, this is a really important game. So, hopefully, they all come to play. Bobby Caldrone, thank you as always for asking the question. We move it on now to Mister Me Seeks. Certified fresh. And shout out to JDM2118. You guys pretty much asked the same question, but I'm going with Mr. Meeseeks. So it goes something like this. Holy fucking shit. That is the type of aggressive you need at all times to defeat the enemy. Herbert dropped a nuke and it was glorious. Chiefs are a coming and we need a battle plan. How do we stay red hot and slow down Kermit? K love you. Bye. Hoorah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, we do the same thing we did. Um, I think you're going to see a very similar game plan to what we did when we played um, in the, the in week three. Um, Mahomes, you got to keep everything in front. He wants to throw the ball deep. Right. He wants to, and he will try to force it. Right. And that's when we were able to create turnovers when we played them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be, it, it may be frustrating because we're going to give up the underneath dink and dunks. Hopefully we're able to stop the run a little bit more effectively. Um but yeah, if we can just limit those big, huge plays, um, make them execute all the way down the field, I think our defense is now healthy enough that we can go force them into mistakes um, and and win that way. And then offensively, no Slater, we're just going to not, we can't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders turned the ball over five freaking times on Sunday. That's how they put up so many points. Right. They had a pick and four fumbles that they gave up. First play of the game, they fumbled, Chiefs ran it back for a touchdown. You just, yeah. you can't, you can't do that. Right. So, 
Um, we hold on to the ball and we play solid, solid defense like we did the first time we played them. I think we got a shot. I, to jump off that, I think the number is two, and that's the uh, turnover differential. If if we're at plus two and the turnover differential, this should be our game. There you go. I feel confident that if we can take the ball away from them a couple times, hopefully early in the game where we can get some points and get up on these guys, then he has to start trying to make plays, and that's when mistakes happen. There you go. He's he's been mistake prone this whole year, so let's uh, let's let's do that. There you go. Mr. Meeseeks, thank you for asking a question. And you, JDM2118, as always. Let's move it on now to Bobby, a.k.a. Bozzy. And shout out to Tyler Foffey again. You guys pretty much asked the same question, but I'm going with Bobby. And it goes like this. Hello, guys. Great win. Sorry I missed seeing Coach, but the stadium is phenomenal. And I finally met in person so many great people. Such a good day. I do have a serious question, though. What do you think the key is to stop the Chiefs Thursday? Bolt gang or don't bang? <laughs> K, love you, bye. So, I think we just talked about it a little yeah, bit. We with- kind of went into it pretty much, but I think that what you were mentioning, Kyle, about stopping Mahomes, uh, Mahomes is like their, uh, it's a dumb statement, but it's their Herbert, like, if you can stop yeah. Mahomes, I think you can really have a better chance of stopping the Chiefs, right? Yeah, and I, it's just I think offense is going to be tough for us. Um, their defense has whether whatever you decide to blame it on, their defense has kept teams to under twenty points for the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it has to be a defensive game and special teams game that we win. Uh, we need to force them to be able to drive the whole field and prove that they can do it over and over and over again not give them short field. It, it just kind of goes back to all those normal things. We just got to execute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't had drop balls in a long time, which has been awesome. Um, there's there's nothing super out of this world that we need to do. Um, but yeah, I, I think offensively, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard to run the ball without your starting two tackles. Um, it's going to be it's going to be hard to throw the ball downfield. So uh, defensively, we've got to put our offense in really good spots to score points. So I think the defense is going to have to going to be maybe a little bit more aggressive but that two shell is going to be there for sure to take away deep balls there you go all right well there you go bobby and tyler foffy always good to hear from you guys let's move it on now to joe aka joe hammy one who asked the question brochachos hey what a game eh? first time seeing herbert's humongous ding dong in person and it lived (laughs) up to the hype the bomb to guyton was the stuff on my fantasies bro I want to know if you guys think we can beat the Chiefs if they take away short stuff. If, yeah, if I, they, yeah, if they, well, it, it it all goes back to what they try to take away. We got to try to execute on. So if they're going to take away the short stuff, you have to go max protection and throw some deep balls. Um, keep tight ends in, keep fullbacks in. If they're going to run man and really come away and take away the underneath stuff, then put two guys out on routes and take shots. That's got to be the. That's the. We're not going to be able to put three, four guys into into routes. Um, because we just won't have the pass protection, but you can go max protect and take those deep shots and and hope you hit on one or two here and there. Um, there's definitely still ways to win the game. Um, I just think the offense, it gets a little bit more tricky. You have to be more creative mm-hmm. um, when you can't just have Justin sit back there and, and dissect. There you go. And I'm still pulling for a negative test on Tuesday afternoon. When you guys hear this, hopefully he's a negative test. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, cross your fingers, knock on wood, say a prayer or two, and hopefully Slater can come out and, and be there Thursday. But 
We'll have to wait and see. Joe, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Omar Reyes, who asked the question. question. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> I'm questioning everything. Can we, the fans, trust Telesco's squad building going into the crucial win now? I I don't have the hate for Telesco that most do. So I feel like the the things he's done so far this year. Just if, let's look at just this year for me. Like what we've made this. He's made this team better. Mm-hmm. And I think that he continue will be able to continue to build around the most important piece that we currently have, which is Justin Herbert. You have that. So mm-hmm. take some shots, build around him, get get creative in free agency next year because we have a lot of money available to us right. and a lot of things we could do. This could be a whole new roster just with based on the free agents and and everything. So I think you can't do anything but trust him at this point. We just got to. Yeah, there's no we... point. There, it's the middle of the season. The GM's right now prepping for the draft. There, there's not a whole lot of action going on for the GM. It's not as if you brought new players in right now. Um, I think the one thing that you can say negatively is that our left tackle depth is pretty soft. Trey Pipkins. Um, that was not building the roster. You have a rookie with a guy that really sucks behind him. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as building total overall roster build, that's that's a weak spot for sure. Um, so if if Slater's not able to play and Pipkins gets torn up, yeah, that's like a Telesco. Dude, how are you going to go into the season with Pipkins as your left tackle, uh, your backup left tackle? But um, yeah, there's nothing we can do now. Let's just roll the dice. We trust we're going to go out and game plan to help Pipkins as much as we can and go win a ball game against a really good team. Amen, brother. Omar Reyes, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to 619 Shaggy, who asked the question. Who is the player you believe is vital to go on our run and the playoff push, excluding Herbert? Slater? I was going to say Slater, dude. I think Slater is going to be real vital. That question that this like all of the like worry and concern that's come up just from this one COVID test, it's like your whole offense changes so dramatically. Right. Uh, and we are an offensive team. That's the that's the strength of our our team as the Chargers is we can go put up 40 points on anybody. So mm-hmm. um I think Slater being healthy, having a left tackle because the backup there is so weak. Right. Um we've seen Keenan go down and Palmer can come in and be serviceable and right. We've had Asante out now for like three weeks of this season, and um, it's not been awesome, but Tavon's come in and done a decent job, better right. than Pipkins will do at left tackle. So right. um, I think Slater is that that most valuable, can't-lose-him guy. Same to be said for Corey Lindsley. Like, we're not seeing everything he's doing, and what, but I know he's... Somebody asked a question in one of the press conferences. It was a weird question they asked. Why does Corey Lindsley have his back to the huddle when you're, when Justin's calling plays? Mm, and right. coach responded with, because uh, he's serving the pers- personnel and, and who's coming on the field and all that. And the person asked, is is that odd? He's like, yeah, it is. Because <laughs> Corey's that, that's, he, he's vital, I think, to this offensive line. Sure, absolutely. So we'll, we'll find out pretty quick if, if Slater can't go, if you can have somebody somewhat serviceable over there with help is the calls and everything that the center does and protection plans and all that. How important is that? Right. You know, it, are we able to hide some of the talent on the, you know, for left tackle backup with, with some, some of the things. So right. it's, it's hard to do. That's why I just feel like offensive line, 
you have you want the best insurance policy for something that is so precious in any walks of life. If you have yeah. something incredibly precious, you want to put the best insurance policy. And in football, just, insurance policy is offensive linemen. I yeah. want an. A, I want to go from an A, like a, Rashawn Slater is like an A plus, just to like a C. Give me average. Don't go what we have in Pipkin. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like I understand the backup's Did not, not going to be an A plus. The backup, yeah. I'm okay with it being a B minus or a C plus, but. Mm-hmm. To drop down, I, the the level that we're going to drop from Slater to Pipkins is is pretty dramatic, right? And is that, but does that make it the Slater is the irreplaceable one, or just our depth is the problem at left tackle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah, so yeah. Slater. Yeah, I I literally had a mini heart attack when I saw Daniel Popper tweet today. Like he's Daniel Popper is like setting me up to be like not wanting to see his stuff. Like I kind of run away when he tweets stuff because like <laughs> that wasn't good, man. I'm kind of traumatized. Right. Thanks, he's, Daniel. There's a 75 percent chance it's not good news. Um, I was like hoping it was April 1st, and this was <laughs> yeah, all honestly. Some I, just, I thought that too. I was like, this isn't April, is it? This yeah. is a mean joke. Oh no, it's December. <laughs> oh god, exactly. Push. Oh god, he's telling the Suck, truth, Popper. He's um, telling the truth. <laughs> all right. 619 Shaggy, thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Danny Lags, who asked the question. Crikey! Ayo! Please say hi to John, Francesca, and myself. We good luck charms. Whoa! Good W. Bucket hats or regular hats? Also, last question. If we win against the Chiefs, what kind of beer are we shotgunning? IPA or Coors? <laughs> people shotgun IPAs that sounds l- ludicrous that's, that's pretty hardcore I like that yeah, honestly I think the beer that I chugged with uh, Shamelessly Positive Ryan I think that was a, a, some kind of an IPA so yeah he, he gave me a good beer to, to shotgun my tummy hurts just thinking about that <laughs> oh, yeah, I would definitely shotgun a, a Coors mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm regular I'm not a bucket hat guy I've tried before it's just not flattering for me my head's too large I think I'm, I'm gonna have weird. to it's agree. Like a, it's like an umbrella, <laughs> just a walking umbrella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I need I'd more agree. bucket hats in my life. I think I don't. I, I think they would missing. look good on me. I think I'm. I think you would too. I think that's a I missing hole in my life. I need a bucket hat, uh-huh. a good bucket Christmas, hat. Christmas is coming. You know what? You might have there a you bucket go. hat I mean, coming might your be, way. Yeah, yeah, bucket hat might be coming down the chimney. Um. All right, Danny Lags. Thank you for asking Thanks, the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Senior Snappy. Who asked the question? At or around the one hour, 23 minute mark of episode 84, the one titled Julio No. And can you believe we were ever upset about Julio Jones? A certain Kev Huggin Duggan proposed belly flopping at Rivers Lake if we beat the Chiefs at home. Well, here's your chance. Are you ready? Holy shit, I. Why well, he held on to that one at all? <laughs> if I'll belly flop somewhere, I won't be there. But Kyle, do it for me. I'm sure he will. He's no, got my I back, won't. right? Yeah. No, you got my back, right? You could do it. No, I will Come not on. be doing that. Definitely not. It's it. This <clears throat> San Diego kid is not used to the cold. It's like 60 degrees at games. That's too cold for me oh to jump God, into the lake. Not <laughs> Soft, big baby. Well, would no, you? I'll, would you belly flop next time you're there? Yeah. <laughs> you have to. You said you would. Yeah. Okay. And now Let's you go. just like double sealed the deal. So yeah. bring I your did, trunks yeah. next I, home game. I guess. <laughs> Buckle up. Shit. Or everybody will call Mouse you. Mouse rotten checks. L7 my butt's got a cash. Weenie. Weenie. 
Thanks for holding me accountable, Senior. I appreciate it. There I'll, you go. Uh, we can always rely on Senior Snappy to let's take this. Let's get this win. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Senior Snappy, thank you for <laughs> reminding us. Let's move it on now to shamelessly positive Ryan, who asked the question. Happy Victory Monday, gents. My goodness, the Bolts came to play on Sunday. We all knew that Herbert has a cannon and that bomb to Guyton was the little gift that Bolt fam deserved for Christmas. They looked amazing, even without Derwin Keenan and ASJ. This Ask Bolt fam question will be a little bit different. Uh, so much emphasis goes towards Herbert, Staley, Derwin, and the Chargers in general, and not enough emphasis goes to those behind the podcast. You fellas bring us so much amazing content week in and week out and give us so much to look forward to after every win or loss. These questions are about you guys. I think us fans should get to know you guys better as people, and I want to give you the credit and respect you all deserve. Uh, to Kevin Coach, what is one memory of each? Uh, what is one memory of each other growing up where your brother pissed you off to no end? And also, what is one instance where he made you proud to be your brother? And to Wooly, how did you discover that you can do such awesome voice impersonations? My Ask Bolt Fam questions from here on out will be focused on getting to know the Charger Chat boys better, if that's okay with you guys. Thank you, fellas, for all you do. K-Love you, bye. Ryan. Aww. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, we buddy. We appreciate you, dude. That was really nice thanks, of you to man. say. So kind. Thanks, dude. I, don't... I, I gotta dig that. I think I, low-key, growing up with Kevin, have some, like, blacked out PTSD. I, don't, I kind of erased my memories. <laughs> I you, did. Um, you men and black yourself? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I was like, you're not going to want to remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some, I did some awful shit. It, I think I'm the sorry, worst Kyle. thing that Kevin probably ever did was we shared a room. We had bunk beds and <laughs> he, he Fuck. was so conniving about trying to get me out of that room. He would watch horror. I was probably 10 years old. Every night going to bed, he would put on like the scariest horror movie you could ever think of. And that's what we would watch going to bed. So 10-year-old me is having these nightmares like, I'll just sleep on the couch. I'm, I'll go watch Disney Channel. I'm not watching your, your scary movies anymore. I'll go watch some Zack and Cody. I don't want to watch yeah, exactly. yeah. Dead Alive again. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was, I don't remember being like, oh, I hate him. So I was like, well, this is this. I'm going to sleep downstairs now. <laughs> I did an awful one. I'll just tell you, you won't remember this because you were probably six or seven, yeah. but you were, <laughs> you were in the garage running around and playing and somehow you had seen like a part of Chucky. I don't know how it happened, like child's play. Um, so you're in there and I was babysitting you, I think. And I turned the lights off and then threw a doll in there and locked the door. Oh my and God. And you were like that out for sure. <laughs> I was an asshole. What? Not, yeah. not much has changed. Um, so, so this is my apologies, Kyle. It I will say a threat to, to alpha real early. Yeah. I was like, I got to knock this kid down a peg. Yeah, yeah. He had to set um, the tone. But I will say that the moment I was the most proud of Kyle was when um, going to his state championship football game and watching him oh, lead yes. his team in tackles and win the state championship. That was awesome. And I just found a picture of Wooly and I dressed in full face oh, yes. paint at the game. So yes. that was a proud moment for a big yeah, brother. That's a good memory. That, that was really fun. The, um, the proud moments. I think Kevin's movie, Kevin makes movies. That's his job. Um, one, I, I vividly remember going to his AFI graduation right. and I remember how cool that was with like such a small group of people and like him telling me all about his like professors that were like big, big, like big wigs in the industry, which was really, really cool. And him getting recognized with his master's degree and all that. 
but then anytime we see his movies, like his movies hit TV, they're on Sci-Fi Channel and on Netflix and getting to watch his movies. It's like, that's crazy that my brother made that. Like he it looks cool because of what Kevin did. So right. um, that's always fun. And then hanging out it's with your kiddos. Child. That's proud moments too. Yeah. You got cool kids. Yeah. I, same. I think our kids are definitely make us better for sure. We're, yeah. yeah. Watching you guys with kids and and going to dad mode is, is a pretty awesome thing to see. And, and we go hard. Wild. We go fucking hard in dad mode. Yeah, we, really do. we will <laughs> go hard in the paint. Hard <laughs> body slam some two year olds. Oh, yeah, for dude, sure. There's, yeah, yeah, getting them ready. <laughs> um, and I don't necessarily think of myself as like an impersonationist. And for those of you that listen to this podcast, you know, <laughs> those aren't really good <laughs> impersonations. Um. But I've always had an affinity for voice actors. I mean, growing up, I would watch Looney Tunes and I would be like, God, who does the voice of Bugs Bunny? And who does the voice of Daffy Duck? And who does the voice of Porky Pig? And you're like, it's all the same person. You're like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. That's all the same person. <laughs> I'm like, that, that rocked my world. And so like, I've always had an affinity for voice actors. I am constantly looking up like names whenever I watch animated movies and stuff. And like, who was that? That sounded like this guy. And I'd be like, Yep, it was him. That was that guy that I thought it was. So I find it fascinating that uh, voice actors can change very small details in their voice and make a completely different character. Um, It's something I've always wanted to do. And honestly, I kind of wish I drove into it harder earlier in my life. Um, I've only really been doing voice acting since 2017. So um I just, it's a... Well, you're doing a great job because you're the reason why this is so fun to listen to. Yeah, for sure. At least for me. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't say I'm a great impersonationist, but I like to have fun and and I'm going to go for it every time. So if you guys tell me to be something, I can't promise it's going to be good. But hopefully it's at least funny from hearing some guy trying to sound like SpongeBob or Mickey Mouse or something like that. So... um, Thank you again, Shamelessly Positive, Ryan. That was a really sweet message that you wrote there. We really do appreciate it big time. Um, All right. Well, let's go out of Ask Bolt Fam with an old favorite of ours. Good old Jeeves. The D is silent, guys. It's silent. The D is silent. I'm looking at you guys. (laughs) He's got a question. It goes like this. Oh, yeah. Bolt Brothers. I'm calling out bitch-ass Mahomes. He's coming for you, brother. Oh, yeah. If you step into SoFi Stadium and walk out with your head still attached to your sorry excuse for a body, pal, consider yourself lucky, lucky, lucky. Oh, yeah. Because compared to the true <laughs> rocket armed king of the West, you are simply trash, buddy. Yeah. Cold, rotten, stinking trash. Oh, yeah. Because things are starting <laughs> to pop. Oh, yeah. Things are starting to cultivate and get real interesting. Oh, yeah. He's coming for the division, pal. And unfortunately for you, you're in his way. Oh, yeah. And oh, what do we have here? Oh, yeah. What's this here, huh? Oh, yeah, you weak little bitch. This here is a broom. Oh, yeah. I'm going to explain it to you, yeah? Because I know you probably took that short bus to school. Oh, yeah. It means we're ready to sweep your ass. Oh, yeah. And if you want to keep an eye on Herbie, you froggy bastard. Oh, yeah. Don't look behind you. No, don't look in front and don't look to the sides. No, no, pal. Look up, because he's right on top of you. Oh, yeah. 
on top of the division, that is, and you take your rightful place. Oh, yeah. Right in that first place loser spot. Oh, yeah. Because you are second rate here, pal. Oh, yeah. All right. I think Macho Man is done talking here. Yeah. So I'm going to look straight into this here video scope and go out with this. Yeah. You can't run. You can't hide. Oh, yeah. Because the boat gang. It's coming for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And f*** <laughs> the Raiders. Can't love you, bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. You dropped that D. That was definitely not silent, Jeebs. <laughs> that was a loud D, Jeebs. <laughs> <laughs> dropped it hard. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I'm so scared, yeah, but I'm, I'm so excited. Pumped. I'm, I am excited for this. This is our... This is a big chance here, folks. This could really change everything Thursday. Who knew it would come down to a game like this? Um, that, again, hey, thank you, everybody, that uh, gives us questions and asks both fam. Again, yeah. the reason this episode is over two hours long is because of you. So if you want to blame yeah. anybody, just blame your <laughs> damn self. And the um, reason why it's so fun. Otherwise, we'd just fun. be idiots talking it about... It is fun. Three dum-dums not being able to come up to a decision. And it <laughs> yeah, could happen. Much, it could right. now. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, pretty much. The whole show. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we always have quick answers on the hypotheticals and I don't knows on the Chargers. So that's <laughs> that's how we roll here at Charger <laughs> Chat, folks. Um, <laughs> before so we go well. out, we've got bolt predictions to make, guys. Short week, Thursday. We're we're scared. We did, we've got question marks up in the air. What are some bolt predictions? I'm All calling right. oh, um you're gonna score. Go first. Yeah. yeah, I want to go first. I'm calling score <laughs> 27 24 with the last second field goal to win it. <sighs> um and I have um, <laughs> but that's not even my bolt prediction. My bolt prediction is Rashawn Slater's lacing those things up and coming out on Thursday to play. Because that was a false positive. positive. I feel the false false positive. False positive. All right. Shit. What are you Kyle. thinking, Kev? We're 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 coming together here. <laughs> I think it's going to be a higher scoring affair than that, though. I think we're, I'm going 37-34. Kickman's going to win this game at the end, and I think Herbert throws for four touchdowns. Mm. Four touchdowns for Herbert this game. Nice. I'm going to say I'm going to say 24-17. I think this is going to be a real defensive battle. I think both defenses are really going to come in hot, and it's going to be tough, but I think Herbert's going to find a way Find a way to win it, and Kickman is going to let it fly on Thursday night. It's it's prime time, guys. It's prime time, wait. Herbert. The stars are aligning, there. man. It should happen. The it should happen. So <laughs> let's let's see what happens this Thursday, gang. We will we'll talk to you again just before the Thursday game, but uh, it's going to be a short it, week it, for us. So that's right. Yeah, we'll, episodes won't be coming out Friday this week. It'll be coming out Thursday, bright and early. So get ready for our Thursday episode with uh, we got a bolt history for you with Mike Maudlin. There so you go. Be fun. So hopefully you guys can start the day off right with us. Hopefully we we get you going good and uh, and Thursday night will be coming in real hot, real quick. So buckle up, everybody. It's that short week and Thursday night football is coming in hot. That will do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. Because we're ready for any squad, any place. K love you, bye, guys. K love you, bye. K love you, bye. K love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Whether you're just waking up or just winding down, nothing feels better than a warm glass of tea. 
Don't just reach for any tea. Go for J. Big Bear tea. Full of natural herbs and flavors, you're sure to say to yourself, Charger Chat fans know, it's J. Big Bear tea or nothing. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.